Yeah. That was smooth. It was smooth. <laughs> Episode 63 of That Metal Podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave. And I'm Gonzo. Hold on while I drink this. All right. <laughs> what you got? You got, you got your... I got my Miller Lite. Yeah. Texas beer. I'm going a little <laughs> fancy with this uh, lime and prickly pear cactus infused... Oh, yeah. Ultra. We had those that one week. Yeah. A few weeks ago. That was really good. They're refreshing, dude. I yeah, like they're it. nice. I, I, I like them. And we're taking it easy. Yeah. It's a late, but 1 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Okay, Dream Theater. It's <laughs> <laughs> 6 o'clock on a Christmas morning, first of all. Oh, yeah. Close <laughs> enough. We're, we're almost there. <laughs> Are we? No. Fuck, dude. Uh, yeah. I hate Christmas. I'm yeah, gonna, me I'm, too. I'm ready for that. Uh what uh, what you got there? What you been listening to? Uh, I've been having a lot of fun this week. Um, so, <laughs> oh well, let's let me yeah really quickly add. Uh. So this week, uh, well, this episode, we're gonna go. We're gonna do some throwbacks. Uh, not necessarily throwbacks, but stuff that you know we kind of go down memory lane. Things that made us feel nostalgic and whatnot. Yeah, music that makes us feel nostalgic. Pretty much. So that's what we're gonna kind of cover. And so, because of that, some of the things that we do talk about probably is related to that, you know what I mean? Some of the stuff that we've been listening to. Those of you in the front row will get wet. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Whap. Whap. Damn it. That's those as you beat me to it by like a split second. Fuck. Uh, so, yeah. So, what have I been listening to? Boy, let me, where do I start? So... <laughs> And the uh, the band that kind of stemmed this whole episode, um, even though they're not on this episode, besides what I'm about to mention. So early this week, I listened to the la- the album from uh, Head Planet Earth, right. Head PE, which is a uh, I guess they're new metal. I don't know. Um, they're like alternative rock. Well, because their early shit's got like tinges of like hip hop, reggae, right. punk, and metal. A little little like you know down tune riffage, right. you know. Um, but they're, they're, they lean more towards the hip-hop side of things, which um, I liked at the time. And I still do. I still think the first album's really fun. Um, so they had an album that came out called Class of 2020, um, which the, oh, cover, right. the cover looks very, very close to their second album, Broke, like almost identical as far as the color scheme, yeah. to the point where it threw me off. I was like, well, what? It's a remaster? I, I was hoping because the version of that album they have... It's another album I like. I actually do like Broke, and that album's very, like... It's very uh, gritty. Like, the lyrics are fucking great. <laughs> like, they're very raunchy. It's yeah. like one song I think is, uh, I come into your house, make love to your spouse, fuck her in the mouth, then I'm out. I would. Like, like, shit like that. Like, he's all talking about banging your girl. Like, whatever. It's just like a lot of shit talk. And I, yeah, it's yeah. fun. And that, so I love that album. But it's on it's on Spotify and on Apple Music. But here's, here's the rub. They're censored on both. Mm. I have no idea why. The fuck? Right. So... And so he's black and he's rapping and he drops end bombs and stuff like that. I don't like hip hop, right? Yeah. And that's censored too. And he says it a lot. And it sounds really weird. It sounds like nin 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 nin. Oh, and it's like, hmm, that's lame. I want to hear this stuff raw. Yeah. And so, anyways, so I thought, oh fuck, did they bring it back? But they did it right this time. I can listen to it like I remember when I had it on CD. And no, it's a new album. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking listen to it because why the fuck not? I, I feel like. Music stagnated. I need to listen to something that's... Change it up. Exactly. So I listened to it. This is like a quick, like, five-minute review. Um, I listened to the album, and <laughs> you know what? I had fun. Now, will I listen to it again? Probably not. I got 
you know, it's you got what you needed. It's kind of like jerking off, dude. It was like post nut clarity afterwards. I was like, all right, yeah. well, cool. <laughs> yeah. But Phew. here's the kicker, yeah. though. Like, I think the first half of that album, uh, 20, uh, Class Twenty Twenty. I think the first half is very fun. I think um, they play it very safe. Like, they don't mm. change any conventions. The, the <laughs> reggae, hip hop, punk elements are all there still. But like the second half of the album is very lackluster like everything like i think after like track five it just does not have the same appeal and then again i don't know if that's because i listened to the first half yeah right away and i listened to the second half the following day so i don't know again i don't know if it was that post nut clarity right so like right. you know for all the male listeners out there you're a guy you're horny you watch a porno it's like fuck yeah this is hot right you're doing your thing and you get your rocks off and then afterwards, you're like, well, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's kind of how I felt, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the next day, I'm like, I don't know if it's because I got off already. Yeah. It's, not, it's just not hitting me anymore or right. what. But it just didn't do it for me. But, you know, it, it was time and place. It, it did its um, it did its job. It was fine. Um, <laughs> and then um, listening to a lot of Carcass, of course. And then um, we'll come back to that right now. Yeah. The reason for that. Um, <laughs> so I've been listening to also, um, the new incantation, which what came out a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Sect of all divinities. That is really good. I think it came out last week. Yeah. yeah. That is really fucking good. That is, that got the fucking arm hairs raising, man. It's yeah. fucking heavy, man. I put it on. And I was like, it's good. It's fucking. I was uh, pleasantly surprised with it. Definitely. Know? Yeah. Cause this incantation is kind of, I mean, they've been around, they've been around for a long time and oh, geez. they're very much like. They have, like, a whole middle part of their discography that's kind of, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then they came out with this, and all right, this is good. Yeah. This definitely got my attention. I think Dance Final might have helped. The production's amazing, so I, maybe. I know he helped with uh, previous or, albums. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm. Let me... Well, you go ahead. What's yeah, so... The, the next thing you're... Uh, so, to? the other thing that came out this week, that, um, for those of you that know me well, um, is John Petrucci's Terminal Velocity. That was good too. That was really good. Yes, yeah. it's um, so a lot of people I always hear on the internets, people love Dream Theater's music, but they hate James Abri for whatever reason. I think he's a great singer, but whatever. I digress. A lot of people don't like him for whatever reason. Like, they don't like his singing or his face, which I get it. His face is weird, but <laughs> Terminal. <laughs> he's got a very square head. Um, Terminal uh, Velocity is uh, John Petrucci and um, Mike Portnoy, which is kind of a big deal, because. As people know, Mike Portnoy and John Petrucci, well, Mike Portnoy used to be in Dream Theater before all the drama of him wanting to take a break and whatever. And they haven't worked on an album since Black Clouds and Silver Linings, which was about 10 years ago, I want to say. Like 2010, 2011, around there. Yeah. So the fact that these two guys who have been friends like their whole lives almost, they got together and made an album for the first album in 10 years and for it to come out and be as good as it is. Um, it's great. It's really awesome. It's basically... It, it's on the same vein as like some of his other earlier solo shit, like Liquid Tension experiments, stuff mm, like that. Where it's just yeah. basically instrument. It's all instrumentals. Yeah. There's no singing or anything. Basically, the guitar is the vocalist because you could definitely hear like some of those um, some of those melodies that he plays on his guitar. Very much, I could hear like that should be the vocals. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like you can tell. Like you can tell what he's going for there. <laughs> 
Um, but there's some really happy, upbeat riffs in there. There's some heavy, like, gritty shit in there. It's got a little bit of everything. There's even a part in the album in the middle, like, and don't ask me to quote what track it was because I was driving when I was listening to most of this, but <laughs> <laughs> I, um, there's an album, a song, I'm sorry, in the album that has, like, almost like a Spanish rock moment. Nice. Which sounds really nice. Yeah. Rock in Espanol. Kind of, right? Like, like it's almost like a Gypsy King's moment. It was like, dun, 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 dun. like, it's really nice. Um, <laughs> oh, when he does it, you like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Gypsy Kings. I know. I kidding. never shout on them. Yeah, I like them. Um, and then. Yeah, because he dance. There's a song called Happy Song, which is actually very happy. I love That's it. That's the one. Did you hear it? Yeah. It's so good. It's yeah. like, it's got a very, like, almost like a punk rock vibe to it. Like, yeah, like a. Oh, like almost like a Green Day thing going. It's weird, <laughs> but it's not. You know, like right. it's still heavy and everything. It's yeah, just yeah. very like it's very it's, happy. It's you know? a happy song. It's called the happy song. It's <laughs> it is a happy song. <laughs> um, on your recommendation, I also checked out um, some of that Skeletor Remains. Um, that is really good. Yeah, I can't wait for the rest of it. And then most recently, um, well, Pascual. Turned me on to them. Oh, did he? So well, I was like, I gotta, props, I gotta, I gotta share this. Definitely props. Um, and then the one I just showed you right now, um, uh, the upcoming album for. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, um, fires in the distance. Yeah, that that. Uh, so it's like a like death metal doom, doom yeah, death metal. It's yeah. very slow, very melodic, yeah. more melodic metal, I guess. Yeah, it's mid pace. Yes, you know. yes. Um, but like I was telling you, I, I feel and if those of you check it out, I mean it's on everything right now. They they only released a few songs. The album's coming out in September, I think, is when it's coming out. Right. But like the um, all the tracks have like keyboards, and the keyboards really stand out to me. Like they have yeah. a very synth wavy but very eerie kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, dude. It's called Echoes from Deep November. Yes. Pretty cool. Love love the car the cover art the logo and everything it's really yeah cool. the logo mm-hmm. yeah that's another surprise you know and and uh, I dug it this week you know we're talking about well last night we we're texting about um, current releases yeah I guess from a lot of shit came it, out uh, it was a lot of stuff that I was not enjoying <laughs> but I found that it was like the week of like black metal it was a lot of good solid black metal releases. I agree I agree yeah there was some good stuff in there yeah. Uh, sorry, were you still? I'm pretty much done. Um, because okay. I listen to, I want to say these are bands that you probably listen to, and I probably I don't want to take it away from you. I think you probably listen to them too. I don't know. Okay, well you could add on afterwards. Too. If anything, Fine. yeah. I'll go ahead and uh, so go for it. <clears throat> so all right, so I guess officially, mm-hmm. Clayman came out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right? The official. I don't know why I totally 20th. forgot because I listened to that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's funny is like you're like hey. Because I had heard most of the new re-recorded stuff. Yeah. And it's terrible. Terrible. It's bad. <laughs> right? And I know we've talked... I've talked about this already in the past. Oh, before. and I read the comments yeah. on their on their social media page. Yeah. And people are like, if you don't like it, just get over it. They oh, can't be, yeah. They can't be basic-ass death metal forever. I'm like, basic-ass bitch, shut the they fuck don't, up. It, again, I'll tell you my theory right now. Yeah. But... Wow. So, if you're, if you're just going to listen to it because you want a better remastered version of the... Original, original, then that's fine. That part's good. You know. Mm. However, if you want to listen to it because you want to hear Durr. specifically the re-recordings, you're going to be in for a nasty surprise. Enter at your own risk. Uh, especially if you're an old school fan. Now, I say that a lot about different bands like uh, like Opeth. Uh, because... So I had that, that theory. Yeah. That a lot of fans who 
barely got into Opeth started listening to their new shit. And so they're already thinking this is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. So when they go back in time and start listening to their older shit, a lot of fans don't fucking like it. They're like, Right. Didn't you say somebody was shitting on uh, Morning Rise? Right. Wow. So I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Those those albums are they're masterpieces. At least the first three or first four can't fuck with. Yeah, dude. So anyways. They're good. And then you start seeing fans that are from listening from the very beginning. And they start listening in order. And they're like, hey, at, the, at one point, for me, I cut off right before Ghost Revelries. And that's it. I won't listen to anything past that. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that's like, oh, it's like the, the Tool fans, right? Oh, um. I feel that. I get know, that vibe. Yeah, dude. because you don't know uh, prog music. And you don't know, uh, you don't understand what it is to be a musician and evolve, and blah 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 blah. You know, it's a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, it's that's like usually what they. That's usually the the main the arguments. Right. Argument. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, who cares, dude? It doesn't matter about that, man. Um, some bands, I think, progress and evolve gracefully. Let's, sure. you know, and some don't. <laughs> I agree. But anyways. Uh, and Flames listen to one too many corn albums. And yeah, they happen. listen. Now they're corn. Now they're <laughs> they're basically corn. They're, they're corn new with metal. Screams. They're new metal, dude. Yeah, dude, it sucks. So, so yeah, I was listening to that. Then I started checking out the well, um, Bullet Ride, right? Yeah. The for the opening is so fucking. I cringed. Yes. When he opened his mouth, I was like, "Holy yeah, there's, shit!" There's a lot of things that shouldn't be like. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not even a fan of the cover art too. It looks dumb for me. Nah, it's whatever. It's whatever, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I to heard, be fair, like of the old blood of In Flames, Claim is my least favorite album. Anyways, it's not one that I go to a lot. Yeah, it's yes. fine. It's fine. Like Pinball Map is great, and again, Bullet Ride's great, mm-hmm. and the actual title track is great. Yeah, but I mean, if I if I, if I if whenever we go, hey, listen to In Flames, it's always Colony or uh, Lunar Strain. Anything or something. before? Yeah, dude, it's always the fucking old school. And track. I actually heard some people they're saying Colony sucks and. Yeah, on their, oh, bro. On, their, on their webpage, right? And I'm on their Fucking Facebook. And I, I don't know what the... I, I just don't understand the... Mealy the... picture uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Then you were lost! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that From one. From my point of view, it's... Olden Flames is garbage. Then you were yeah. lost. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that one. So, the mm-hmm. new Pain of Salvation is, yeah, is kind of weird. It's up in the air for me still. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like... I kind of like it, but I kind of don't. Get like good it. and drunk and depressed, and then listen to maybe, it. <laughs> See maybe. See how you feel. <laughs> All I'm hearing from reviews from people, people like it. They fucking is a masterpiece. Apparently, people like and Bill and Ted's that. movie too. Oh, I can't wait for that. I didn't check it out. Yeah, but reviews are coming in pretty positive. For me, the cover art is is stupid. For for it's called Panther. <laughs> the Panther Man. So it's dumb. And I just didn't. I just thought it was like. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Go on. It's like a, it's a Japanese, you know, yeah. uh, visual novel or graphic novel. That's what it looks like. You know what I mean? I just didn't like it. Don't piss off the weebs, bro. Yeah. Well, that's what it looks like. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> onto the stuff that's a little bit better. So I I heard Cultus Profano, the uh, cursed possession. That's a little bit good. Some good. Solid, oh yeah, I heard that one. Yeah. Solid black metal. Black metal. Yes, I I did hear that one. I, um, I love the cover. There was one. Got a sexy. That had a really good. <laughs> the music was outstanding, but the freaking vocalist sounded like they were in another room, dude. Oh, I know which one. I think. Yeah. Was it a macabre omen? 
I think so. Like, no, because his parts... The cover art's badass, Yeah, huh? it's like a wizard guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I heard that one too. So, like, this is how it sounds. It's like one part, like, you hear the gutturals and they sound good. Yes. Like, oh, fuck yeah, this is good. And then all of a sudden you hear, like, this... Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't listen to I couldn't finish it. Well, there's that one. But, but the music is another great. one who the music... The singer sounds like he's in another room. <coughs> really? Like, he's straight... It, it just... It's very faint singing. You can't really hear it. That's that awesome. pissed me off. It sounds like uh, early Insomnium albums. That's my problem with early Insomnium yeah, albums. I always like feel whispered. like the vocals were tur- or his growls were like very turned down yeah. or something. Like the music overpowers yeah. him a lot. Another good one I found was uh, the Projectionist. Okay, I mean, that one. Another Cruel Glove Terror. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this uh, one that was sort of surprised me was the uh, the Devil's Trade. The Devil's Trade. Yeah, it's called. The Call of the Iron Peak. That's kind of like an acoustic. It's not an acoustic album, but it's like an electric album. But it sounds like he's playing acoustic with the electric guitar. Okay. Kind of like a lot of uh, early '90s rock. Kind of like the early '90s oh. crap rock that I hated, like <laughs> despise. <laughs> yeah. But without the distortion, right? Sure. And it sounds awesome like that. The way he was using it. Uh, oh. And so in that way they were using it, it sounds great. So. But the one of the bigger releases for me was that band called. Hen, Hen, how do you say it? I don't know. Which Haina one? Yana? Hayana? Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's Hayana, The ha- Death of the Cosmic. And it's an EP, but that one's great. It's a little bit of a melodic death metal. Nice. Really, really that, that well one, done. I, I missed that one. Yeah, it's really well done. Surprised by this band called North Lane. Mm-hmm. Super core. Because they released a live album. Okay. But then when I heard their actual album, it was heavy as fuck, and mm-hmm. it sounded better. Um, the actual album version, uh-huh. it sounded great. So they're not great live. Is what less you're core. Less of the less core. Yeah, elements. because because the vocals are could be straight guttural, straight death, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they'll do the core shit. Like the breakdowns and right, and then and then oh, they do a lot of that stuff. But I mean, it's a good heavy. Well, so does the fucking. Shadow of a Ten. Yeah, yeah, you know it's good. It's if you if you're something different, this is actually good. North Lane. North Lane. The the album that I found was called Mesmer, and it has a lot of a, a little bits of electronic stuff in it, but like with super heavy breakdowns. Well, you know just, me, I'm not opposed to yeah a little uh, electronics in my metal cereal. So right. Yeah. So then I started kind of getting into. I mean, um, a lot of um, not a lot of prog stuff, but from like '80s. Mm. So and going back, Marillion or they took their name from I believe. How do you say the name? The Tolkien books, the Cimmerillion, or Psst. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But they just took away some letters and they just, they're just called <laughs> Marillion. That's it. Uh-huh. Super awesome mm-hmm. uh, prog rock from like the '80s. I think you'd enjoy it. Hey, cool. Um, if you enjoy Steve Wilson and stuff like that, it's it would be it's right the, up your the vibe, the right vibes. up right up my taint with it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So them and their two of their <laughs> albums, the uh, Misplaced Childhood and Script for the Jester's Tear. That one's a little bit more heavier. Uh, and then I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I downloaded the Behemoth playlist, which they're going to be playing when they play live in that church pretty soon. Because oh. I think it's going to be within the next month or next couple of weeks. I don't know when. Right. But Behemoth's going to play in a church, and they're like, oh my god. It's supposed to be like all mysterious and shit. That's funny. Yeah. Like a Behemoth. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Behemoth. Behemoth. 
Uh, so what are the others that uh, mm-hmm. other albums that I might have? Oh man, you want you want to talk about Carcass? No, not yet. Yeah, I kind of want to talk about Carcass. But... Actually, you know what? Yeah, that'd be a good time. We're talking about it anyways, because that's what we've been listening to. So, well, no, no, I think in the terms of the way we have things, that might be good, man. Actually, yeah, I think it kind of goes with it. Right. Um. So it's back on Apple. Yeah, Carcass are back. Yeah, so, um, I don't know about Spotify, do you? Mm-mm. Okay. So, well, well, for Apple Music users, so, like, um, Carcass for the longest time, well, back in the day, they had all the albums on there, right. and then they took everything off except for Surgical Steel, which yeah. is a really weird thing. Um, and it just this past week, out of the blue, like, a shot yeah. in the dark, um, they put back Recapurification, Necrotosis, necrotos- ah, you say it, I can't, um, Heartwork, Swan Song, I can never say that name. Necrota- necrotasm. Uh, I think it's necrotism. It, it's one of their best albums. I can yeah. fucking hate that title though. Yeah. I can never say it because um, my tongue is stupid. I was really lis- I was listening to them a lot today. Dude, yeah. oh, um, like heartwork, dude. That's it's just an album that I almost actually put on on my list today because heartwork is such a great album. And yeah, it definitely takes me back to a time and place as well. It's yeah, s- the, such a masterpiece. The cover is weird, but. It's like a little centipede with a peace sign or something. I don't know. That's weird. I always <laughs> thought it was like... Honestly, so is Swang Song. That's a fucking... It's supposed to be a painting. Yeah. It's supposed to be a painting that they took and they just rebranded it. But, um... Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know, man. I think I was happy to hear that. See oh. that. I just... Because I told it every once in a while, I'll just go ahead and like... Just go back to previous me. bands? I, I'll, I'll look to see what stuff I know that was gone. Might be And back. see if it's back on. <laughs> and I know we thought Godgory. For just, yeah. Uh, I yeah. checked Godgory. We checked uh, Fear Factory because a yeah. lot of Fear Factory albums are missing. And no dice. Nothing on those. Hopefully that will change. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think. But it gives hope. Yeah. It gives hope. I, I, I'm pretty sure it comes to has to do with legal issues and yeah. Well, because like for Fear Factory, the only albums they have, I think, are the, the the most recent one that they did before all the drama, and then they have their Roadrunner releases, yeah. and that's it. But right. like. Things they did off of Candlelight Records, stuff like so, stuff like uh, Archetype, uh, my favorite one, uh, Mechanize. Right. Those are not there. Um, they're there. You can look them up and they'll come up, but you can't play them. So that's a region thing. So I don't know if they just don't have the U.S. region doesn't the have the rights or here. whatever. But again, I mean, the same thing happened with Carcass and they came back. So I and those albums were there before. Like I just never deleted them. They're still there on my yeah. list. I just can't play them. So I'm assuming yeah, that, that yeah, it's it's a it's a slap in the face. Yeah. But I'm assuming <laughs> that at some point it'll, it'll come back. You yeah. know, I mean, it's been years now, but you know, that happened back. with uh, <laughs> the same thing with Synergy with me. I like them a lot, uh, and they didn't have it. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna order it. And I actually found it on eBay. It was like six or seven dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna order it. It's cheap. Nice. And um, <clears throat> I mean, there's just no reason to. I also like, yeah, who cares, you know? also listened to the most recent uh, Devin Townsend podcast that he put out. Yeah, you've uh, kind of did a hiatus for a few months and yeah, uh, a long ass one. Yeah, well, he says he says in the podcast he's been working on writing and shit. Yeah. So, but um, he was talking about it the other day on I think his Instagram. He's like, I'm trying to remember passwords, or he was trying to remember all the passwords to, to do the podcast. <laughs> 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 Fucking Dev. But yeah, so he put out his podcast again, uh, talking about you know his time in life while he was writing Alien. Right. Which is a great album. Um, so he went on about that. He talked very little about the album. He talked mostly about just, you know, where he was at the time and 
um, how he's coping with life right now. Right. You know, it was very much like just again, kind of like him rambling on about his stuff, which yeah, it's cool. I like it. I yeah. mean, and and I think hearing stuff like that again, you start thinking about life before all this, before all this, but yeah. also just like simpler times. You know, for he's some uh, releasing a live DVD. Yeah, for the I am. If it's an actual performance DVD, yeah, so that's that's awesome because I, I don't like really live albums. You know what I mean? No, I think it's the DVD. That's good. Yeah, it's the I think it's from the first leg of the tour that we should have went to. Ah. it's it's called Empath Volume One. Yeah. So it's I think it's just like a show from or clips from different shows from right, right, right. you know the first leg of the tour that we went. Yeah, because I remember. Uh, I was like, next I, best I, thing to I, go I, in there, I, I, I guess. Have a live album? I don't want a live album, dude. Like, yeah. But if it's a DVD, no, it's he said it's. Right. A, I mean, it's an album and DVD. But he said that, yeah, he did say specifically it's going to be a uh, video also. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Um, but that's about it, man. Um, but very excited that Carcass is back, and I don't have to use YouTube anymore because YouTube yeah. quality sucks, dick. Yeah. And um, I, and I and I know. Look, I know we always say we go with hard work and necroticism. Yeah. Uh, Necrotism. Why can't I say that now? I that one's it. kind of like a little, a little prod too, but it's necrotism. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Because they, I mean, they even went on to say themselves mm-hmm. that to stop fucking labeling it this and that and that. They're like, we think it's progressive. Yeah, and I'm I like, agree. I, I mean, sure. Rika purification is a straight up grind death metal. Yes, but like yeah. you know, no frills. But like, yeah, yeah and um, necrotism mm-hmm. um, was where they started kind of like. I guess he wanted to do well, more. Well, that's Mike, Mike Ahmad's first album. Yeah, okay. And then yeah. That you could see the evolution to to heart work. Yes. In a couple of years. And I, I love how it just came out in like, of all years. Because that album sounds like it's like, oh, maybe 95, 96. Dude, right. It's a 93. It it's, sounds like a late 90s album. Yeah. It really does. Something about the quality of it yeah, and the writing style. They, they oh, were ahead of time. Very ahead. They were ahead we're, by about seven years. Yeah, they were ahead That of a lot time. of other uh, melodic death yeah, band, metal bands were doing yeah. at the time. So I thought that was really fucking cool. Oh, it's great, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah and honestly, the true story, I thought it was like a 98, 97 album until, it, until it came yeah. out again. I was like, 93? Fuck, dude. I was yeah. like 12 when that came out. <laughs> so you know what? So, I mean, I think it'd be good <coughs> to kind of do a full, you know, episode. I would love to. Yeah. Uh, that's an album I know like the back of my wrist. Right. I am down. So, I, I would love to talk about yeah. those songs. And also, I want to do Brujeria. Uh Which one? The maybe original? Just do, maybe just do In the Life of. Oh, know. just talk about them? Yeah. That'd be fun. be a fun episode. Brujeria is a fun band, man. <laughs> and I mean, just because they're related some way or another to Carcass, that's why. That's fair. I brought them up. You know? Yeah, they're they're somewhat of a, of a like a death metal Arian in a way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they're a super group of sorts. That's, that's <laughs> fucking weird. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have so many different people in there. Yeah, they all wear fucking uh, bandanas and valcavas and shit. Hey man, they're they're it's ahead of cool. COVID too, man. So yeah, yeah, they're ready, dude. <laughs> they should have listened to them. <laughs> they warned us. The signs they're like, were. They're like, if you don't wear your mask. Back in the early... Machetazo, cabron. <laughs> Time a machete. Yeah. No, but like, they were like fucking warning us like back in the 90s, dude. Just weren't listening. <laughs> so, guess whose birthday it is. Who? It's two people. Oh. School of Rock. Aw. Mr. Black? Mr. Black. Right. <laughs> Jack so. Black. Fuck yeah. Edge Schnabley. Fuck yeah, I love I love Jack Black. He's Jack awesome. Black? I know, he's, he's a fucking weirdo, silly... Did you see that? You know? I saw a video of him on the internet where he shaved his face. Yeah, he his cut hair. his hair and... Because yeah, he had, he had a nice fucking peppered, cool. robust beard. Yeah, and he had his know. long hair. He could have just... 
you know. He just fucking shaved that shit just, off yeah, it himself. Kinda... It looked terrible. He looked very bad. Yeah, afterwards. and then they did it for him. <laughs> they did it for him afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like what was that movie? I don't know. He was dude. like in the army. Oh, um, fucking Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> He That's went, a fucking amazing movie, by the he way. He went back to that. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. Pretty much. He looks like a fucking baby man. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah. anyways, yeah, I love Jack Black. I'm so, a big fan of Tenacious D, big fan of his right. work in all the fucking movies I've seen. Yeah, him. so yeah, happy birthday great. to him. Happy but, birthday, indeed. Happy birthday to the metal god, Rob Halford, too. Fuck yeah, man. How old is he? Like in his late 60s now? I think 69. Fuck, dude. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. But uh, if not, then soon he will be and he'll yeah, be nice. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. yeah. Well, congrats to him and awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the most iconic voices. Yes. Frontman ever. And he's still doing and it. And he's still great. I mm-hmm. mean, Firepower was amazing. Uh, yes, one dude. Of the better albums. I'm not like the most diehard Judas Priest fan, but right. that album is fucking tits. Yeah. I love was listening to it quite rigorously last year. It was really good. Yeah, so happy birthday, guys. Hope you have a good one. Yeah, man. This beer's on us. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, so we wanted to kind of wanted to mix things up a little bit. How dare you? And uh, I know, I think I read, I forgot where I read it, but it was a, it was a really good question in that Name one bad album one of your favorite bands mm-hmm. have done. Okay? Okay. So, we could go any route. Yeah, no shit. Right? Um, I think immediately for me, uh, I was very sad because I was hyping myself up uh, for Catatonia. Oh, for uh, City Burials? Right. That it's was fine. that was a, a bummer. I mean, I, I revis- revisited it's, it and I came back to it, times. it's right. but it's not what I I guess envisioned. You know what I mean? Okay. So the same could be said about Opeth about different albums and whatnot. Oh, but yeah. but again, I was pleasantly surprised with Inakata and Enema or whatever. Inakata and Enema. I was. That's a solid. That's a solid album for it being another clean Opeth album. Yeah, it's good. I was pleasantly surprised with that one. It. You know what I mean? Yeah, so good. I mean, it could vary. Obviously, there's um, there's a lot of bands, I guess that that you know. I know, like Devin Townsend has a few albums that I just don't drive with, and I love that guy. Yeah. You know, like uh, Casualties of Cool. Right. I don't like that album very. You know, much. I know. Was it Will? Will loves it. I just couldn't do it, dude. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I mean, I don't mind it. I've tried listening to it actually like three or four times. Yeah, me too. I really want to like I, it. I, I turn it off. Um, I don't. Right. I mean, <laughs> I don't hate it. Like, it's not like it pisses me off or anything. It just. Yeah. It's just not when I want to hear Devin Townsend. That's not what I want to hear. Yeah, um, and then another one he did um, that I wasn't fond of was actually a more recent one. Um, well, two of them actually. So the Devin Townsend project, right? A lot of albums came out. A lot yeah. of great albums. So we had like Transcendence, Epic Loud, mm-hmm. um, Deconstruction. Uh, was it Addicted? Yeah. Those are albums are all amazing. I love them to fucking death. But then I am not a big fan of Key. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of Ghost. No, right. They, for whatever reason, I just I listen to them, and again, they're albums that I've tried revisiting, and I listen to them, and they end up just being background music. You know, I think, and I don't, I I can't pay attention to them. I think they were more therapeutic for him, dude. I think so. Yeah, he does music for. Yeah, he does. He's definitely the type that does music for him. Right. And we just happen to be along for the ride. Right. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I just, I just can't. I, I don't hate them. Again, I don't think they're bad. 
So I, I know that's kind of not what you're I looking for. I, I, I just, won't even listen yeah. to them ever again. So I'm trying to think of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and I tried. I tried a lot. Um, I, I'm trying to think because there's definite bands that released album, like an album maybe in the midst of their discography that was bad. You know what? But how about... Uh, the Mas- 90s was bad for thrash bands. It was. Yeah. It was. I was going to say, how about Machine Head? Uh, I think after... For me? Because they did... So they did the first two albums. They did yeah. uh, what, what was it called? Uh, Burn, Burn My Eyes, Eyes and The More Things, the More Things Change, which are great. Yeah. And then they did the the rap albums. They did like two or three so rap they albums. Did, didn't they did uh, Supercharger and uh, Burning Red. The Burning Red. Yes, I don't know why I remember that. But one. it's because yeah. between those two, there's a few good songs. Eh, that's, and that's, I say a few. Like that's literally. tough. No, I don't. Agree, I don't agree with that at all. Um, and then so I thought Supercharger. No, Burning Red was more. Commercial. It, was, it was very commercial. Sure. I just, they're, they're, I just feel they're very, like, they they make my butthole clenched because they're very cringy. Like, I don't like them. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 they're music that I would be embarrassed to be caught listening to. Yeah. Like baby metal. <laughs> yes. So, anyways, um, <laughs> the, uh, so that, and then, yeah, because they did those two, and then they did Ashes of the Empires, which is, is decent. And then they did That's fucking. they started. Getting, I think you start taking guitar lessons or something. Yeah, and then they did the blackening after that, and the that's blackening was like it paid off. That's where like I was like, look, <laughs> the lessons paid off. There. Oh, dude, definitely. So it's kind of hard. Like I'm trying to think like bands that just have like a like a bad album in the middle, because I'm yeah. thinking of like, you know. Um, well, let's go down the rabbit hole, man. Let's yeah, see. yeah. I'm looking here because like I'm thinking of like fucking. Bands that just kind of suck after a certain what do you, point. What do you think about Agalock? <laughs> uh, do you have an album that you, you don't like from them? I have... Uh, or you have a least favorite? Let me see. Um, I'm pulling them up because right now I can't think. Where the fuck is AG? God damn it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Marrow of the Spirit, you know? Uh... Sure, that's fair. I liked, yeah, like three. There maybe two songs from there. Yeah, because we had like fucking pale folklore was amazing. The mantle, which is amazing. Um, Shit, ashes against the grain. Ashes dude. against the grain is amazing. Um, Serpent in the sphere is awesome. Ser- Serpent in the sphere was definitely like a, a return to form after. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's true. Okay, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. I know Dream Theater has albums that I don't care. Like, not that I don't like what again, do okay. but I don't... How about Dimium? Oh, yeah. Well, see, that, that was another one I was going to say, but then it's like, they just kind of start sucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, just... Well, the same with Cradle? Yeah, they just started They just started sucking. Like, Cradle was good for, like, four albums. And then, yeah. you know, they're, like, the... Was it, um... Dusk and Her Embrace? Uh, of course, uh, To the Cradle, To Enslave. From the Cradle, To Enslave. Uh, Midian, which is my favorite. Yep. And I want to say Midian's about the cutoff. What's after Midian? I don't remember. Nymphetamine or... Nymphetamine or... Or, um... Yeah, I think it's that one. Or Thorno. What's it one called? Thorn Thorngood or... I don't... It's like a green cover. It has, like, Jesus all decapitated or some shit. (laughs) Well, anyways, that one, yeah, so... Oh, Deicide. Deicide. You know what? Deicide. So check it out. Oh, boy. Legion, right? Dope. The self... I don't know why I don't have the self-title on here. Oh, it's right there. Self-title. Dope. Uh, Servants of the Light. Dope. Once upon a cross. Dope. And then we have fucking incinerate him which is meh right and then we have uh, which I don't even have it down here but uh, it's in tormented hell yeah which is super meh as well 
and then they came back. I think I want to say after. I don't and again. Don't bash me. Don't at me. But um, I think after that they did uh, the Central Redemption at some point. Yeah. Because Central Redemption was like their. F- oh yeah, uh, Scars of the Crucifix, which yeah. fucking sucked too. And then they did the Stench of Redemption. That's, uh, that's New Metal DSA. Yes, dude. <laughs> and the Stench of Redemption came out, and it was so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> and I still, well, it's because I know they, they went it out of the contract, right? Yeah. So they just well, wrote whatever. With, for sure, that was within uh, in Torment in Hell. Yeah. That was definitely like... And the Scars of the Crucifix as well. Those were... They were just, just trying to finish they, up their deal. They just want to get out of the just contract. Just fart out some of them. I want to say that's where, um, for uh, Strapping and Lad, uh, the new black... I want to say that's what that was for Devin. I want to say he wanted. Yeah, it was. I want to. I remember. I, I think it was. He said I, in an interview yeah, that I think so. yeah. he just wanted to wrap up his Century Media deal and just yeah, so he could focus on his own shit. Because yeah, because even says in the podcast with Alien, he was already yeah. kind of like, like, kind of over it. Like he didn't want to be angry anymore. Right. You know, he wanted to be a hippie that he is now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a Marth, dude. Oh yeah, that's true too. So I was so fucking pissed. When I heard um, Jum's Viking. Yeah, dude. The thrashy one, right? It just... Yeah, it sucked ass. fuck? What the fuck? And then... <sighs> yeah, because with Amon and Marth... Because, like, okay. So, we have early um, Amon and Marth. And then we have... There's a certain point. I think after... Yeah, so... Because Fate of Norns and then was really good, too. And then Twilight of the Thunder Gods... Twilight of the Thunder Gods was, was amazing. fucking masterpiece. Yeah, dude. and then... Yeah, they did the Jum's Viking and... That yeah, was... the Crusher was amazing. The Avenger, the Fate of Norns, the one set from the Golden Hall, of course, loaded on her side. Yeah, those great. are all great. Yeah, and then yeah, so John's Viking was garbage, and then and also, I did not enjoy Sutu Rising. That one's one I, I have it here. I don't remember listening to it. Yeah, I didn't like it. And okay, that's probably why. Because what I, I think yeah. was bugged about they mm-hmm. did they covered System of a Down. They covered Aerials. Yeah, from System of a Down, which is so weird. That's stupid. Yeah. Is that? Are you serious? Yeah, it's a bonus track on there. Well, that makes me sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just. I, yeah. You know. I don't think I ever really listened to this album. And then. They, and it might have been because you and Fabian were probably telling me like, Dad, don't even. Yeah. Waste your time. And then Deceiver <laughs> of the Gods, 2013. So they were. They did three to me. Yeah. Bad albums in a row. Yeah, and then they came back with the Berserker last year, was, which was really, really good. Yeah, that was great. That, that was that, fun. That, helped, that. That was awesome. That was fun. What about Burzum? Uh, the entirety. Okay. <laughs> that was uh, a, probably everything. That was a that was uh, a rimshot low yeah. hanging fruit joke. If you're looking to get uh, sponsored by Casio, then keep writing those albums, bro. Fucking a, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Dredge, actually. Dredge, Dredge. Um, Dredge is like a weird art fart band uh, that I like. Okay. Um, so the first album's great. El Cielo's great. Catch with Our Arms is trash. And then the Pariah, the Parrot, and the uh, Delusion uh, was pretty good. And then they did the last album they did called Chuckles and Mr. Squeezy, which is actually pretty good, too. Okay. <laughs> but I think <laughs> like, okay. I think something about Catch Without Arms, it's like in the middle of their discography. Yeah. It, it just, like, they were trying to get, because they're very proggy and weird. And they were trying to get poppy with that album, and it didn't work. Mm. And I think they realized that very quickly. Yeah. And they were like, let's uh, take a back step here. Um, Fear Factory. Uh, there's a whole era of Fear Factory that's trash. I mean, Transgression. There's, there's okay that. That the, album is so bad. What's the other one? It's the one with the fucking U2 cover, and I don't even like U2. No, no, no. Uh, what's the one that I? Fear Factory. I, I listened to it, but maybe like two or I think up to like four or five songs. Oh, Archetype. It. 
No, before that. Digimortal. The new metal one, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know what? I have really fond memories of that album for some reason. I only listened to the very first four or five songs, and that's it. Okay, that's and fair. And it's like... You know, like that one song where he goes, Dark bodies no. floated in darkness. I remember that no. song for some reason. <laughs> no, no. But, I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. This fucking droney ass cleans. Yeah, but no, like, yeah. I remember that album came out and I was like, I was just happy because I was, because I got into Fear Factory with Obsolete and I, I was just enamored with them. I was in love right. with them. And then that album was announced, and I was super excited. And I just didn't want to accept that it wasn't good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, no, that's, it's great, guys. That's part of... of Have you seen that meme of... <laughs> where the guy's trying to justify himself, and in each frame he's putting down more clown shit? Yes. That's what it, That's how I felt. Yes. No, guys, I mean, the riffs are heavy. Yeah. I mean, his vocals are still good. Right. There's some catchy riffs. Yeah, yeah, it's... Lynchpin's uh... good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Arch Enemy. Okay. As soon I as mean, that, you don't, yeah, you don't like what's her name. As um, soon as that fucking not, well, troll. Angela's the good one. What's her name? Yeah, Alyssa. Angela, Angela. What's the good? What's the bad one? Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah, you don't like Alyssa. The as soon as she, that she came on board, yeah, it was gimmick city and it was game over. And because planes. at first, because at first you're like, oh shit, who's this German lady? You know, mm-hmm. she's singing growls and she doesn't even sound like a woman. She's singing awesome, and Gutturals is doing great. Yeah. So, let me start there, though. Okay. I think the bad album they did with her, with Angela, yeah. was Anthems of Rebellion. I agree. That, to me, was... I mean, because you did Wages of Sin, and then all of a sudden you come up with this bullshit, and then it's like, no, dude. Very safe. To me, yeah. Very, very safe. <clears throat> uh, and then after that, it was whatever they did with Alyssa to me, and I believe she... Honestly, I, don't, I think she only really got the job because of her her husband's like what is it in the misfits or whatever the fuck or he's he's got some sort of power you know he's what i mean some he's somebody in the industry Pulse, i was gonna say go you back know? bring it back to the beginning of her uh, episode and flames the worst album to me uh jeez um come clarity come clarity come clarity is really bad um Reroute to Remain was, like you said, the it's beginning. Starting, it was yeah. the, the Mamadas, right? The starting yeah, yeah, the bullshit. Yeah. Soundtrack, soundtrack to Your Escape to me was bad, too. Yeah, the, That one was after Reroute, no? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's when it was that one? full-blown. Yeah, it was, so it was Reroute to Remain, Soundtrack to Your Escape, and yeah. then fucking Come Clarity. Yeah. And I remember Come Clarity Ugh. was like that meme that you always share with the guy taking off his headphones. Yeah, dude. All pissed off. <laughs> that's exactly how I was when I heard that shit. I was like, wow, that's very bad. And then they came back with Eye the Mask, and that was all right. It was yeah. solid. Well, I, that's why I say they, they came back because they understood. The, they really understood this is who we really are. And I think once you accept that. Then and just try, I guess, maybe embrace it, right? Right. Yeah. Embrace that. Um, trying to see here. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. Um, I mean, it's pretty good, I guess. I mean, let's go with some obvious ones. Okay. Uh... Which I oh I wanted to bring that up Ooh, really quick. I know, Pantera. Oh, oh, but that's sad because it's their last album. That's their last album. Easy. Yeah, Reinventing the Seal is trash. Yeah, even their '80s shit was fucking better than that. Ah oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> fucking shots fired, dude. Um, <laughs> I mean, but that was like the most phoned-in album. That that album reeked of half-assery. Yeah, of course. Um, I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> so I know you don't like them, period. But Corn, 
So there's a point, there's a turning point for that band, and it's third the, album. I it's it's yeah, it's after the second album. So yeah. follow the leader where they were at the peak of their popularity, yeah. and that's when uh, fucking Jonathan Davis started doing his vocal coaching, or started going through vocal coaching, and that's when his Whining. singing style completely changed. So his his style in the first two albums are is completely different. It's very much like. Very like soft spoken cleans with the uh, really throaty screams, right. and on um, pretty much fall leader on to now, that's when you started going with the more nasally da 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 like right. th- I can't do it, but yes. the nasally style that he's known for now, right? Falling away from me, like that yeah, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. like that's when he started doing that, and that, and at the time I didn't realize it, but looking back now with what I you know, <laughs> looking back with what I learned. Um, I realized <laughs> that that vocal coach fucked him up. Yeah. Well, I, I get it. Like getting, you know, trying to get better and evolved is important. Yeah. I just think in that situation it did not work, and like, there's like hooks and verses in like the first two albums that I think even today I still think are good, and yeah. the other shit like when he just changed his his voice, he literally changed his voice and it just sucked. I think what ended up happening is because he had obviously no coaching before. All that, and maybe he was hurting himself. Or that's maybe that's what why it was. he did it. Because his vo- his screams in those early yeah, albums those are very primal. like, like yeah, fucking like you, you can hear the pain in it. It's but he but pain, it's cool dude. because he used it because that's what yeah. the hook of that band was was we're gonna sing about fucked up shit, and that's yeah it was authentic you know, pain that it he was, was authentic he, angsty he, music. He and, had to fucking. Make it real, dude. And it was for him, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, those first two albums he's Dad, singing about. Daddy or whatever the fuck. Um, that one and Kill You. Like, those are yeah. songs that relate to some traumatic shit he grew up with. Yeah. And, like, that's good. And the, he used it. And it came out. And he had Ross Robinson, which is a really good producer. New metal. New metal. New metal guru. New metal god. But yeah. he knew how to get that shit out of him, you know. Right. And, and so, after that, after those two albums, that was kind of it. Like, I'll still, honestly, like, shame on me, but I'll still go back to those two albums. I think they're fine. But, like. Everything after that, oof. Major. It doesn't oof. even matter anymore, dude. Mm. Just listen to whatever you want, man. <laughs> I mean, we like we poke fun of it at a, at a lot of different. Oh, of course, bands, terrible now. At a, at a lot of different bands. You're a but, joke at this point. I mean, thing is, like. And then the one guitarist found God and just whatever. Oh, I saw him at the airport one time. Fucking head. Yeah. The one with the braids. Yeah. I don't know if he still has them. He was talking to somebody, and he actually said, okay, let me say a prayer for you, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, walking away, like, eh, that's the song. And, uh... I <laughs> Is was, it? Uh, well, he says walking away from me or something. Uh, falling away from me. Falling away. Yeah, there you go. Same shit. I was leaving... I was right exiting into to right outside. Uh, I forgot what I, I was... Keep, it was at night, so I, it could have been one of my trips that I, somewhere. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was here, dude. It was weird. But it's um, also like oh, it's kind of tall. And then also like with the, like with the fucking Deftones, also like they did they they have the same thing as Corn. They have two yeah. albums that I think are still like I can go back to them and enjoy them. Um, and then everything after those first two albums, like nah, that's when he started getting really. That's when uh, the Deftones started getting that real trademark whiny, yeah. spacey. Um, and I'm not saying like spacey like in the same sense as shoegazing, like spacey like. We're gonna have some techno beats and some synth in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make it really like dreamy. Like uh, I think it was very accessible. When they well, for that, a well, lot of well spoiler, it's White Pony. That was the turning point for yeah. them, and that's when they he stopped screaming, and it was just very like because his whole thing was that Commercial. he would yeah he would do his screams and shit. Yeah, and 
You know, he did that song with Max Cavaletta. I mean, they were almost... I don't want to say a corn clone, but they were... They sound nothing like corn. They... For me, I felt like just because of what they were going for... I think they, they had more of a... For some reason, corn was more goth kid, and I feel like Deftones is more skater kid. I don't know. Yeah. That, that's how I feel. Like I, I feel like the corn fans were the ones that had the spiky hair and the fucking collars and the fucking makeup and shit and the fishnets. And I feel like Deftones kids uh, fans were like the kids that wore the baggy pants with like the polo shirts with their underwear shirts. I think those guys... And they wear like 20 bracelets on their wrists. More likely to, <laughs> to, uh, to roofie you, I think. Who? The, the, <laughs> you're like, what? The, uh, what do you call them? Roofie you? Yeah, roofie. Oh, the roofie you. Roofie you. Yes. Like, slip something in your drink. Yes. Sorry, I... Where have you been? No, I thought you are I don't know why, I thought of Ruvio from fucking Hook. Oh, dude, I haven't... Is it that, uh, that weird... It's that Hawaiian kid. Yeah, with the fucked up yeah, hair? Yeah, with the skunk kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They go, Ruvio! Guy. Yeah, he's a douchebag. He gets killed. Yeah, that's, why, that's why they kill him. Because they know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a <laughs> They know he's a dick. Yeah. He needs to die. No, uh, <laughs> no. I feel like, you know, Deftones dudes were probably more likely to Ruvio you, which is more likely why it's... Sex music, you know? <laughs> so he's going to be fucking slow fucking to this limp-ass, unconscious chick to digital yeah. bath? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... And you hear Chino in the background? Yeah. Yeah, and he's probably <laughs> singing along to it. She's all pissed up. I mean, I just don't like them, you know what I mean? Be quiet and drive on my oh, dick. Far Away? Is that the one? Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, actually. no, I don't, I don't Do you ever hear this band um, called December? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. they're They're like... This band, they they are heavy, I guess. Uh-huh. Like they're pretty heavy. I don't know what you would classify them as. They're just like I guess part of that new wave of heavy metal, like mid early two thousands. Well, they have a song called uh, "Host," which is literally "Be Quiet and Drive." <laughs> like it's not the same song because like the whole time he's you know doing like very throaty screams. He like he doesn't sing at all. It's all yeah. like almost like the pig squeals. But the fucking riff is literally the same. It's like, like, note for note, it's the same riff as the main riff from Be Quiet and Drive. And I, I noticed that immediately. And I was like, and this was, this was again, this was like 2003 or four or whenever that's. I saw, I actually saw their video and I heard about, they're called, again, they're called December. I heard about them on, it was Fuse. Remember Fuse? Yeah, Fuse too. And they had that fucking heavy metal show with that stupid girl. Julia. Yes, I can't stand her. Anyways. Metal, she's a dumbass. Dude. She's a fucking poser. Anyways. Yep. So she she had was interviewing the the band and so they were playing their different videos or whatever. Apparently they had a few videos out. Right. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. You know, I thought at the time, well, that's all right. Um, but yeah, I heard that song. Like, here's your song, host, and I or, and I remember the I remember the title because I was like, fuck, dude, that's they literally just ripped off the fucking rhythm the the riff from that song. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like note for note. <laughs> you know, I, I the only th- reason I remember her mm-hmm. was because they had uh, people at the, the haunted. Oh, they had Haunted on there? They had the Haunted on there. Oh, shit. And there were, she was interviewing him, and she was uh, interviewing the, the brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, so your bandmates tell me that you have a big wiener. And like, she oh, just... Oh, fuck off. And she was like, basically just talking about it. And he was like, he, he could tell that made him uncomfortable. It's like, I was here to talk about my fucking music. <laughs> yeah. Not about my dick, dude. Oh, hey, well, where's the Haunted from, Sweden? Uh, I think they're Swedish. Yeah. Haunted's cool, man. Yeah. We didn't play them enough around here. <laughs> no. Well, they went through a lot of different changes. Mm. Like, vocalists, right? Yeah, they did. They went from, like, kind of, like, straight-up thrash to, like, more of, like, a hardcore yeah. kind of thrash. Yeah, they went Which through. I actually like that version of The Haunted, because oh. the album I like is uh, DOA. 
Yeah. That's a really good album. Uh, I mean, I like, called, uh, the song's called DOA. The album's called One Kill Wonder. Okay. It's the one with so the that, guy with the bag on his head. That's the, the uh, second the singer. One, no? no, yeah, no, no, it's the second. Is it's the second singer? Because I think they went back. They had the hunt to maybe do it. Yeah, but I think they went back to their later on in their career. They went back to their original singer. Okay. Because I think uh, they okay. they start off all you know th- you know regular thrash, then they changed singers and they got the more of the yeah. kind of shit which I liked, and then they went back to the classic thrash at some oh, point. Okay. They did an album later on like two thousand six or seven or some shit. I can't remember yeah, what it's called. Did. <clears throat> but they did an album, yeah. and it was back to the basics, basically. So, anyways, that was random. <laughs> That's what you go on the show for. That's what I am. Fucking random deviations from the script. <laughs> so, um, something that I thought was funny. That's funny. Sh- that again. By you the way. shared, yeah, you shared <laughs> on Facebook. You're like, oh Jesus, oh God. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. And I was like, what's we going got, on here? We got to talk about this. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, I'm like, I have to. <laughs> so, Kerry King's up to his... He's up to no good. His binary shenanigans. <laughs> again. Yeah. His binary... Yeah. Fucking loading up the Apple II, man. Yeah. It's, <laughs> his, so, I mean... Mm-hmm. We found out that he's going to do an album with Pablo stuff. Mm-hmm. Philip... Phil Anselmo. Yeah. He says it's going to be Slayer without Slayer. So, it's going to be Slayer. I... I I his words. I feel like it's gonna be probably better. It might be fine. I think it probably better. I'm gonna check it out there. definitely. You know, but I mean, it's it's just funny because it's already writing. It's just funny because we yeah. just we rag on Kerry. Well, we rag on Slayer a lot, and I know we have fun. But know. you know, and I've and I've said before, I like early Slayer albums. But like, yeah, I mean, we'll see what's up. Yeah. You know, I I and the thing with Phil Anselmo is I have a high track record of disliking everything he's in outside of Pantera. Like, I don't like Super Joint Ritual. I don't like Down. What else did he do? I hated Super Joint, man. Yeah, Super Joint was like uh, that fucking slow-ass groove. Like, up. it was more like groove metal, but it was like yeah. stoner groove metal, but it was like a little too It, it was bad. It was, uh, it was it bad. It was really dude. like, I don't know, it reminded me of The Swamp. Philip, that's <laughs> on the Illegals, I think is Kurt. Yeah, band. some shit, yeah. And he did this other band, was it Gargantuan or some shit like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Just none of it really resonated. He's got, it's because the thing is that he has his hands and... On a lot of different projects, and I feel like maybe he doesn't put 100 percent in everything. He's a old classic uh, jack of all, but master. Of yeah, all. exactly. Yeah. Uh, Android. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's to me, it. it <laughs> he, again, I'm not a big fan of of Down. Maybe just the first. Down I think album. Down's boring as fuck. Or Down Two, I think. They're both boring as fuck. Yeah, I mean it's. And I bought them. It's it's. Uh, well, I didn't buy them. I bought Down. I bought the original Down yeah. because, I, and I bought the original Super Joint. Because again, you know, I was high off of Pantera. I was like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. and I bought my Best Buy and shit. Yeah, I that, that was probably. A bad and choice. I remember put that shit in my car and I, uh, in my I was driving my '85 GMC, my little Blazer, and I was like, nope. Really. I, I immediately regretted it, and it sucked because back then you can't return CDs once you open them, so yeah. it's kind of fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, again, I only enjoy a few songs. I'm not the biggest Down fan. Enjoys a strong word. Yeah, uh, it's very select few. Yeah, because I was already listening to the shit like Crowbar and stuff like that. Yeah, and I really enjoyed Crowbar, what they were doing. They're doing it better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same area. Like you, know I mean? you can get that same vibe from them, and uh, I think better. Yeah, you know what's I mean? saying, but yeah, but for better. sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Crowbar a lot better. Crowbar's cool. I like yeah, them. we don't play them enough either. Right. But yeah. um... We'll see, right? We'll see what, what what this brings. I mean, I'm 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 gonna go into it objectively. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It 
It it's can't be that bad. Gonna be interesting. It's gonna be heavy. Sure. Yeah. It's got Kerry King. It's it's gotta be fucking like, yeah. like it's gotta be fucking yeah. aggressive. Yeah. And did they say who their bass player is? I think they just announced those three names. Okay. They haven't said anything else yet. All right. So we'll see. So I just kind of wanted to give a little shout out to a band called Just Before Dawn. Oh uh, yeah, the one that you've been, you showed me them and they're yeah, really sh- weird and they have that dumb cover. Yeah, the, well, the baby. It's not the the best child cover of tomorrow, for right? Sure, yeah. No, but it's for sure not the best. Cover. No, but <laughs> you've been you've been. I mean, they're good. I like them. Yeah. Like it took me, fuck me, man. It took me like three listens, but I, I was like, okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's I get it. I get it. And I still, I, I like them. I kept them on my phone. I like yeah. them. It's kind of like, it re- what it reminded me of. Sure. Kind of like, uh, rock in Espanol, little reggae. A little. It's it's a little. It's good conversation music. It's nice. Yeah. It's good to, or it's good music to like maybe have a beer, just have it on in the background, smoke a blunt, whatever you're into, yes. and just chill. Yeah, it's good music for that. It's not yeah. offensive. It's enjoyable. It's not even heavy, man. It's just it's like, not. It's just rock, dude. Yeah, it's rock and roll. It's almost but, like even college rock. We want to call it that. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Like early '90s rock. You know. But yeah, but sorry, um, man. I didn't mean to. to so I believe they're from Norway. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, they're they're European. So what struck me is that. One, I believe the main songwriter uh, reached out to me because I, I reached out to them and I told me you guys rock and this and that so like you're what to do you know every once in a while will send me uh, sample like you know sketches like tracks rough tracks and stuff nice. of what they were doing Yeah. and he asked me hey what do you think what do you think of this what do you think of that really they're actually like asking yeah. you hey what do you think well he did yes that, that's still cool right and so I was like oh well he or they uh, or whatever right and I'm like you know I give my input mm-hmm and so they, uh, he recently messaged me, and I saw that they're going to release a new album okay. in September, which I'll be sharing whenever it comes out. Okay. Cover art looks cool this time. <laughs> and uh, he just, reached out to me, and he was right. like, hey, if you want to see the credits section of our website, okay. go ahead and look. And I'm like, cool. Okay. So I went and I checked it out, and I was like, oh, shit, they, they thanked me. Aww. And I thought that was really cool for them to have done that. You know what That's I mean? fucking dope. Yeah. So I thought that was I mean, really regardless, cool. that's right. that's fucking awesome to be mentioned yeah. like that. Yeah, and so again, I mean, because you were, were, I mean, you were one of the only people probably in metal media in general yeah. to even say, hey, you know what, they're coming out with a new album for the first album in a fucking long in a time. fucking minute. Yeah, and I remember when we were we were doing the what you're listening to. Yeah, that's me. And um, hold on, sorry. <laughs> that shit's funny oh it's cause um, I wear like jeans with very small well these jeans have very small pockets and um, it, go- it pressed the yeah, yeah. <laughs> it pressed the beepy deep on my car and it went nuts I don't know if you guys hear that you'll whatever my horn just started going off is what happened yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so and that sucks cause you live in an apartment and I don't wanna like disturb all your neighbors so um, but anyways yeah you're one of the only people that are just kinda going on about it like uh, gushing about it like saying hey you know and then I just heard they're hey you know what they're gonna they're ironically as I hear them they're coming out with an album yeah after such a very long time right so that's cool you know and I feel that that's well deserved because you you acknowledge them and you gave them their props and they noticed that and that's right. fucking that's fucking cool man yeah yeah that 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 made me uh, warm and fuzzies of course yeah you dude. Know. that's awesome I but I mean it, it it gives you that that feeling like you know what. You know, you're, hey, because you're, of that, now I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I would have either way. <laughs> undoubtedly, I'll probably put it on anyways. Yeah, you know, no doubt. <laughs> so, 
September, sometime September, but very soon. If you want to check it out now, there they have a. Uh, you won't. You you can't miss it. It's an album with a baby on the cover. <laughs> Child of Tomorrow. Yeah, Child of Tomorrow. One, Just though, before you... dawn. If you like, like I said, kind of like a reggae vibe. Uh, not not, and I'm not being. Uh, that's very light. Yeah, it's not it very overpowering. Lightly. Yeah, it's not I'm like, putting it very lightly. It's not like you're listening to Sean Paul or something. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I, I feel like maybe if a, 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 a rock and espanol band fucked maybe the police or something. There you go. Yeah, they're about as reggae as the police is. Yeah. That's 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 the fair sense. But, I mean, and I don't even know if I'm categorizing them even in the right way, but that's just how I... It's just sounds. what it, that's what it, it's yeah, kind of that's just, the impression that it gave you. Yeah. Ah, Mighty Mighty Boston's. That's the impression that I get. Oh, nice. Like, psh. Fuck me, man. Because you're like, uh, I'm sorry, what? Excuse me. So, um, what? mail call. What? First time in forever. So I changed the name to protect the innocent. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Elaine from California. Was that a Seinfeld reference? Yes. I figured. Go on. 28. Mm-hmm. She's uh, 28 years old from Cali. Ask. young. What game or games are you currently playing? Wow, that's random. Now, Dying Light again. Oh, you're going back in? Uh huh. Nice. There's new, there's always new downloads. I mean, uh, buy it. It's always on sale. Dude, right it. now yeah. uh, is the time because there's new DLC and apparently there's a the new definitive version has updated graphics and updated everything. Cool. So that's even better. Well, I can put it on my uh, my computer. I I think I came to the conclusion. I think you already know this. That I absolutely fucking love open world games. Oh, yeah. And I've that, known that about you. Yeah. And that I can't play linear games. The game has to... Yeah, for you to like a game, it's got to yeah. have, like... A leveling just, up system. They just drop you into the world and they're like, have at it, bro. Yeah. Figure it out. Yes. Yeah. However, because I came from literally like the Nintendo era... Yeah. I love playing platformers as sure. well, right? Sure, sure, sure. Any of the Mario games in, on any of the series, any of them. Right? Yeah, any of those. They're right. awesome. They're great. Specifically, though, for me, my, I think I have a soft spot for Super Mario World and Super. Oh, that's Super the best Nintendo. one, dude. Yeah, that's like the of the two D ones. That's the uh, yeah. best one. Dude. And I go back to that one all the fucking time. It's yeah, timeless. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just the right difficulty. Like, well, I don't know. Did you ever do that bonus shit? Yes, the Star World. Yeah, fuck that yeah. Get, that shit gets raw, dude. Fuck yeah, I that know. Shit gets but rough. but it, even then, it's still but it's fair. optional. It's optional. But it's fair, dude. It's. You don't need you don't need to do that shit to beat no. the game, but you want to. I mean, you want to get 100, percent dude. Yeah, because you want to get the it's, weird. Uh, isn't that you go to that alternate world where like yeah. the turtles have Mario heads or something? Yeah, it's a weird. It gets weird. It gets really. The game gets really weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm playing that. Cool. And then um, that's fine. Uh, ukulele and the something I forgot what it was. It's a fucking cute ass platform. Yeah, I know which one it is. I, I've never yeah. played it, but I know which it's one part about. two. I've seen it. It's awesome. They made a part two. That's a part two. Yeah, crazy. It's awesome, dude. Nice. Um, fucking awesome. So right now for me, so as I mentioned in previous episodes, I got in, you know, during this pandemic, I got into computer building. So I just um, actually last week uh, finished my new my new machine. And it's uh, uh, pretty good. <laughs> so it's got um, it's got a lot of power behind it. It's uh, got a what uh, the graphics cards uh, uh, RTX twenty seventy super, which is. About two levels below the best NVIDIA card you can buy. Any, uh, but it came out to about 500 bucks. So it was a very expensive card. Think the card alone came cost as much as a console. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that was the last part. That was the last part I needed too, by the way. 
so I, I went ahead and finally built, built this machine. Um, custom case, custom motherboard. Custom, I did everything. Everything. I did everything piece by piece. So anyways, um, it's, run, it's running great. And so as a result, of course, I'm like, hey, I'm going to play some games. So games that I'm playing. Uh, right now I'm playing a lot of Quake Champions, which is a free-to-play arena shooter yeah. in the vein of Quake, obviously. Uh very fast paced like this game you cannot play it on a controller you need a mouse and keyboard it is so fast really? and nuts and you have to be able to turn around. turn around and hit fuckers people are coming at you on all angles it's very intense and those <laughs> don't stop people that played <laughs> keep moving right people that played quake back in the day on pc oh, yeah. it's Dude, it's yeah. very much that it very much captures that yeah. captures that with a few modern touches such yeah. as there's different characters and they have different stats, different abilities, but it's it's pretty balanced. Um, Same sort of weapons. The weapons are the, the weapons are so it's quake, so it's classic. So yeah. there's no loadouts. You start off with a you, you start you, you start off with a starter weapon. Mm-hmm. You can pick from three. Start off with a starter weapon, but then everything else is in the arena. So you have to know the arenas. You have to know where the rocket launcher is, yeah. where the railgun is. So they don't change. That doesn't change. No. And then there's also modes like hot rockets, where rockets are instant kill. <laughs> and everyone just has rocket launchers. Yeah. And then there's also Instagram, cool. where it's all railguns. And railguns are basically sniper rifles. So yes. you have to be able to hit people, like, yeah. twitch of the wrist. So anyways, I've been playing the fuck out of that. I've, I've, I'm already, like... I started off just a few weeks ago, and I'm already, like, level 50 out of 100. So I'm, doing, I'm playing a lot. <laughs> so, um, I'm not big on, on multiplayer games by myself. I tend to play them with friends, as you know. Um, but this is one game I actually do play by myself. I enjoy it. I genuinely enjoy it. So I'm playing that a lot. Um... I started playing, um, just because I got it because it was cheap, uh, playing, uh, replaying, should I say, Wolfenstein, the the New Order. Yeah. Um, which... I bet it looks pretty. It looks the same, honestly. I mean, yeah. it's, it, the game's about six, seven years old, so, I mean, it's, it's already showing its age. Ah, yeah. But it, it's still, I mean, I mean, I'm getting, like, a fucking 200 frames on it. But, like, <laughs> so it's very fast. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's very fast. Very, like, <laughs> everything feels like it's in fast motion. It's kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah. But it's it's fun. It's it's a, it's a fun game. I mean, you're just a badass and you kill Nazis. Do you still have the same screen? Or you buy, buying a different? Uh, I monitor I bought a new monitor. Yes, yeah. as well. Um, so I went ahead and dipped into our savings a little bit with the permission of the wife, <laughs> and I bought a Samsung uh, QLED, yeah. uh, twenty uh, sorry, thirty two inch, fourteen forty p monitor. Fourteen forty p is like, it's like the middle ground between ten eighty p and four k. Yeah. It's better but res- I, I believe it or not better, I think. it is because yeah. think of okay so ps4 and xbox one x the you know the 4k models of those um those consoles don't do true 4k it's right. usually like 1080 or maybe a little bit above 1080p right, right. upscale to 4k this is true 1440p it looks really good yeah and then on a, on a small screen that's right in front of you oh it's it look, looks dope it looks yeah right amazing yeah. So, yeah, so I'm doing that, and then actually this weekend, um, I'm actually going to start dipping my toe into the uh, streaming world. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to um, go, uh, my, my handle is catboxsuicide with a K, K-A-T-B-O-X, suicide, like you kill yourself, all one word. Um, so I'm going to go and start streaming uh, a full playthrough, uh, hopefully, we'll see how it goes. If people watch, I hope you guys do, and have fun, you know, have fun with me, hang out with me, while I play through Dark Souls 3. I'm going to start a brand new playthrough. So I played Dark Souls 3 on PS4 when it first came out. Excuse me. I haven't played it since. I played, I mean, and I beat the game. I played through the whole game, the whole main story. But um, I never went back to it uh, for whatever. And not not for any particular reason. I just, life, whatever. (laughs) 
But um, I'm gonna, I want to play it again. I bought it for computer with all the DLC and everything. So I'm going to do a full playthrough straight from... I'm going to stream from the moment I hit start and build my character and go into it. Vanilla, I haven't played it in years. Um, Dark Souls is known for its difficulty. I feel I do okay at it. So yeah. it shouldn't be a fuck fest of me dying over and over. I should be able to do okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fuck up here and there. It's going to happen because that game does get unfair at times. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I know enough of the mechanics, the parrying system, the combat. I know enough about all that to kind of hold my own. So you play that with key- keyboard mouse? Or you fuck no! No, oh, I'm using a controller, bro. Yeah, yeah, you cannot play that with it. I don't. I mean, you could, but I don't think it'd be very doable. Um, I mean, well, it, it wouldn't be fun. To be fair, there's people that played Dark Souls with a Guitar Hero controller. I saw that, which is fucking stupid. You're an asshole. If you you do are that. an asshole. You're who are you trying to impress? Anyways, yeah. I no, I'm gonna use a Xbox controller to play. That's it. cool. So, um, but yeah, um, I will be posting that on Facebook, and you said you would what share you it on the page. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'll uh, most likely go up on Sunday, and then if you guys miss it, that's cool. I'm also going to put it up on my YouTube, and I'll be sharing it to the page as well. So check it out, guys. If you like it, I'm going to start doing probably about an hour every weekend. Um, I don't, I don't want to do like some people stream for like three, four hours. I'm not going to do that. I don't have that kind of time. But I'll, I'll play for a little bit, you know, and uh, little by little we'll get through. It's a long ass fucking game, so it's going to be a journey. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I really hope it works out, and I get to do the whole game like this. I think yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my two minutes. <laughs> cool. Hell yeah. So, video games. Rock and yeah, roll. I mean, I, I usually play more video games, and actually, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. My my <laughs> next one will be obviously Madden, the new Madden, because I get it every year. I've been the playing. Co- it. Are they gonna have like just cardboard cutouts for the crowd? Probably. That'd be funny. That'd be as fucking, fuck, they dude. should have a DLC for that. Or I some know, shit, right? dude. Uh, I mean, I've been playing oh. it since '94, dude. When it came out, I know you, know, you love. I mean, I love football too, but I'm more of a watcher. I, I can't, yeah. I can't think analytically. Yeah. I, I try. I have. <laughs> you tried. I mean, what I, no, no, yeah. So okay. Do you, okay, hold on. No. Did you kind of understand when I had told you I, that okay. it's an RPG? Yes, but here's what happened. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna be like, you're a fucking dumbass, and you should should have kept playing. So. <laughs> I was playing. Um, <laughs> I was playing the season, I think. Yeah. And I was, of course, playing as my bears, and I fucking. There was some glitch, and it's been so long I don't remember what it is. Yeah. But basically, like, it just shows like the fucking end zone, and it wouldn't do anything. And oh, then when shit. I would save and quit and go back into the game, it would just be that again. And I had to. St- I would have to. St- I had to. St- the only way to fix it is to start my season over. And I just never did. I was just like, eh, fuck this. And I just, Aww. I just went on, yeah. And I remember like my wife was with me, and she's like, oh babe, I'm so sorry. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> fucking EA, fix your shit. I was all salty. Yeah, I don't. But I've I was getting into it. I was even doing the drills and shit. Yeah. Like I was doing all this stuff. And I might not be remembering the glitch exactly, but all I remember was it was a game breaking glitch, and my save for the season kept just going to that. Because you know how you can quit mid-game and come yeah, back to yeah. whatever? Yeah. yeah. It, it just kept going to that moment, and I couldn't get out of it. And I didn't... I was already, like... Fuck, I was already, like, in fucking December or some shit. I didn't want to start over, dude. I was like, fuck. Eh. Yeah, I, I usually... But... I have all kinds of I weird, don't know. I mean... Weird, uh, you know what? I, uh, do they have Madden for a computer? Because if they do, I'll buy it, and I'll see if there's, sure they do. if there's silly mods for it. I'm pretty sure they do. I just want to make a whole team of Erlackers and just... We'll just... On defense and offense. I always try to find different <laughs> ways to make a team, so it's it's. Well, you make your own team, right? Yeah, I was just rolling I, with. I like to. I, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Ah shit! What year was it that I got it, man? It was like two years ago. Was it two years already? Yeah. Well, so it was like probably two thousand. Uh, uh, you know what? It was. It was Madden nineteen. Yeah. That was the one. Madden nineteen. 
So, um, the one with uh, what's his face from the Patriots on the cover, or not the Patriots Steelers. Tony Brown. I forget. At I think that it, time. I want to say it was the, the yeah. Dude, it was either eighteen was or nineteen because they. Right now, this year's will be twenty twenty one. I think. Well, yeah, that's always your uh, your uh, ahead. Right. So, anyways, um, yeah. So I got it and. I was enjoying it. I really was. I was learning it and getting the hang of it. I was doing the drills and the practices and shit, learning how to read plays, learning how to read the field, learning how to, like, okay, see who's open, like, kind of, like... Because it's basically, like, a, think of it as a shooter where you have to, like, if you're using a laser gun that has, like, a slower trajectory than a bullet, yeah. you have to lead your target, kind of. It's kind of that same idea. You have to kind of, like, lead your target yeah, with so who you're going to throw it to. You, and you see, have to and put that you, touch Because you have throw. to... Yeah, yeah. And you have to see, like, where the player's running and also see where the defensive players are running to see if they're going to hit. Because yep. if they're going to hit, and you probably don't want to throw it to that guy. And you have to do it <laughs> in a fucking instant. Yes. And because, yeah, you don't want to throw it to that guy because it's going to either lead to an incomplete pass or an interception. A hospital pass. That's what they called. Yeah. <laughs> but what's in, what's to me is interesting is that when you... I guess maybe when you watch football now... Yeah. Maybe, I think it might help you. To, oh, yeah. To really, like... Enjoy it more. What the fuck's going on? You know, like... Because you're no, starting definitely. to realize and that. Yeah, yeah. So, no, most definitely. And so, it was funny, but I just thought about it. So, I was at lunch at work today, and they were showing uh, WWE SmackDown on TV. Dude, they have, like, TV monitors or something in the crowd with random fans that are streaming from home and shit. Holy fuck. It's fucking weird. It looks cool, but it's fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know. That's what they're doing. <laughs> That's kind of dumb. It is kind of dumb. Yeah. But I mean, right, though, dude. There's like some, you know, there's gotta be some douchebag there just jerking his dick off. Yeah. Like fucking watching wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> watching the girls wrestle, like fuck yeah. <laughs> bro, open a different tab and go to fucking Pornhub. I know, right? <laughs> Turn off your camera. He has them both on. <laughs> both. It's gonna be like that time Two when um, on at the same time. it was the time where uh, me and my friend Andy were playing. Um, this was years ago on 360. We were playing Uno. Oh, that's the fan. That scared me. By the way, yeah. um, you can turn off. It's the middle button. I to win. <laughs> um, so we were playing Uno on. Uh, I love Uno, by the way. It's one of my favorite games to play as well. Yeah, it's a family breaker. Though. It is, but I love playing Uno on. I have it on Switch. I have it on PS4. Ah, okay, so on, and I have on, it on computer. Okay, that's better. I love Uno. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I play it online all the time. So <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do when I'm fucked up. It's just get chill and just fucking play some Uno. So. <laughs> Because it requires, like, no, like, fucking reflexes. Yeah. You know, just hanging out. Yeah. So we were playing Uno on 360, and the thing about the 360 version was that there's web, there was a webcam for the 360. And, you know, people had it. I didn't have it, but people did. So And that game supported the camera. Yeah. So people could see, like, your face while you're playing or whatever. Well, me and Andy saw all kinds of things. Uh-oh. Um, we saw blowjobs. We saw a nice. dude literally with a mountain of cocaine on his coffee table. Oh, fuck. Just playing Uno. He's doing. He was doing. And he was doing his turns. Donny Montana. He was, dude. He was doing his turns and everything. <laughs> and while he was waiting for his turn, he was doing fucking bumps. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, this. I mean, Whoa. yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. I was just thinking about the, the WWE camera. I mean, you gotta be like some dumb motherfuckers out there, just doing dumb shit like that. Yeah. Fucking. I'm gonna shoot up this black tar heroin on camera. Sounds like a go- good old time. It is a gay old time, my friend. Yeah, man. But yeah, dude. So, anyways. Um, I digress, but yeah, football. <laughs> Sports. Yeah, they're ball. related. They're related. Udo and football. They and, both, and drugs. They both bring out the worst in people. And it <laughs> seems to be. So does Monopoly by the by that token. Oh, uh, that's. Did I ever tell you the story of how I made my wife cry? No. So, 
Uh, she, she watches these episodes. She listens to these episodes. And I just get, I hope she doesn't get mad. I love you. Don't get mad. Um, <laughs> so there was one time we were playing Monopoly, and she just she wasn't feeling great, but we were just you know just hanging out. We we're playing Monopoly on the I think on the Switch or whatever, or PlayStation, one of those. And we we're playing uh, Monopoly, and we had a rule set where if you cannot afford the property, you have to auction. Yeah. And so I kept making her buy shit at very high prices. <laughs> it's like I'd make it get very high, and then I would just back out. And she had to buy it at whatever that was. <laughs> and so I made her bankrupt, like, in one rotation of the board. Yeah, yeah. And she literally got so mad. She got so mad at me, she started crying. And she said, why are you being such an asshole? And I was like, I'm just playing to win. Yeah. And it's your fault for falling for it. Yeah. And she would, like, she literally got upset. And I felt yeah. so bad. We had to stop the game and everything. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't think <laughs> we were that fucking intense about it. Yeah. Again, love you, babe. Don't get mad. No. <laughs> it's like it's kind of a personal story, but it's a great story. <laughs> I know that I know that it 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 really gets people upset. Oh, I tried playing it with my son. He yeah. he does not like it. Yeah, yeah, I won't play it. I won't play it. I love Monopoly, dude. Yeah, no Monopoly. I, I'd rather not. And Uno are some of my most favorite. Like I don't like board games for the most part, but Monopoly is a game I will always one hundred and ten percent get down on. I love that game. I just feel like someone's gonna get stabbed, dude. <laughs> was it the yeah. Monopoly always ends with somebody say flipping the board? Fuck this! Yeah, fuck this game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Let's play wanna... Mario Kart, which is just as bad. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude! That is just as bad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but so, yeah, man. Video games, bro. All right. Let's talk about Delta Seven. Oh yeah, Delta Seven. Tell me about Delta Seven, bro. So I accidentally stumbled upon a very short fifteen minute documentary mm-hmm. i don't remember vice or i believe it was vice and those publications uh, online right yeah and it was a couple of years old but what struck me i was like oh what's this because that's a cool name delta seven i'm like all right what is this you know it sounds like a little gang or something you know what i mean delta seven is missing with us we from it's the little seven dwarves and delta shit. siete yeah yeah they all have snow white like names and shit like that like hmm. Grumpy, El Grumpy. Hey, yo, where's, slim, where's uh, Sleepy at, Holmes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. El Sleepy. And those are all real gangster names. They are, dude. All right. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> before they come at me, you know. I know, come at you hard. Uh, so, come to find out, it's a band that's made up of people with mental disability or just disabilities Different disabilities, general. yeah. And uh, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, they came together, I believe it was like just therapy sessions mm-hmm. uh, to like begin with. Group therapy. They had a couple of people who were... Their mentors, yeah, who were leading the the group sessions, okay, and they're like this, you know, let's get together. Somebody had drums; they played drums, uh, keyboards, different instruments, the guitar, horns. yeah, yeah, all kinds of instruments. And I thought it was really cool, cause, and you know, and then you start hearing them play; they start like they're uh, good rehearsing, and it's like, dude, I couldn't make any of that music. Yeah, they're good. It's, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you told me about it. And I didn't, I didn't read the article or the, or the documentary or whatever, right, right. but I just thought, well, let me see if they're on anything. And they are. They're, they're on Apple Music or whatever. So I pulled them up, and, I mean, it's like swing music, kind of like, you know, uh, not jazz, but it sounds old-timey. Yeah. But it's cool. Like, I was like, but these are people with yeah. that are differently abled or whatever, and they're doing it. And I'm like, fuck, that's cool, because yeah. I... I have full use of my fucking brain and body that I'm aware of. Well, not my brain. My brain's stupid. But full, <laughs> full use of my body or whatever. And I... Dude, I can't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm very talentless. And, and I work, I highly recommend that Zombies song that they did. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I like that one a lot. But, you know, 
I just thought it was cute, and I just thought it was great that these guys are able to. That's cool. And the the reason for me why I was impressed, obviously, it's inspiring. But what I like about is is that you know like they don't have limits. You know, like they don't understand what limits are. Yeah. And because of that, they're more likely to do something. And they have no idea how courageous or brave that they are to do shit like that. You know what I mean? We have, we understand limits. And so we fuck up ourselves because it's like, oh, I'm not going to do that shit. We create create our own boundaries. Exactly. We create our own boundaries. These guys, because of that, not recognizing that or understanding that, they're fucking awesome, dude. And and I think that's the amazing part of of Delta 7. That's amazing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like... It's, it's cool, you know, like, again, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just neat to see something like that, yeah. because, again, I have no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think, for me, it was more of, like, if you look at the news, it's so, everything's so fucking negative. Yeah, I agree. Everything is so fucking ugly. Yeah. Shit's falling apart everywhere. Yeah. People are fighting. There's a lot of, a lot of ugliness in the world right now. Yeah, and then come to, so I come, when I found this. It was a nice was breath like, of fresh is, air, right? Yeah, man, it was awesome to yeah. see that, you know. And. Fuckers, they're all sweethearts, dude. You know what I mean? Like, okay. it's to me that it, that's why it's, it's inspiring as fuck. I agree. So that's cool, man. I I thought that was really cool, and I think they deserve. You know, you guys out. check them out. They're called Delta Seven. You can find them on. Yeah, it's, it's nice music. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's really nice. I, yeah. uh, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. So I think it's that time we've come to the main portion. The main course. To the on was it the entree? The main entree. <laughs> So, um, again, <clears throat> these are bands that kind of, we're going to go down memory lane that, you know, yeah. we, we listen to, I mean, still listen to, but for me, some of them, it's been a, a Well, minute. some I don't really listen to anymore, but yeah, yeah no. Some um, it's been some time. My, my list, go, my, my list goes places. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure, man. So, the first thing on my list, number one, um, and no in particular order, really, but, um, so my first one on my list is the album SYL. Oh, I'm sorry, the album City from SYL from yeah. Strapping Young Lad. And the reason why that I this album is nostalgic for me is because it's the first, I guess, true extreme album that I really liked. Because before that, I heard other things like I heard Cannibal Corpse, I heard other stuff, I heard black metal. You know, I heard like some Immortal, uh, things like that at the time. You know, this is like you know circa 1998, 99, and I they never resonated with me for yeah. whatever reason. At the time, I was just with my head up, you know, my new metal ass. <coughs> Excuse me. So you know, come across you know my buddy from high school, one of my buds, had you know fucking city and showed it to me, and I, for whatever reason, it just struck a chord with me. I was just amazed by it, and that was kind of the beginning of the end. Uh, this, the the that wasn't immediate it was gradual but it was the the beginning of the end of uh, new metal for me because at that <laughs> point I was I still stuck around for a few albums after that but like for like you know corn and them and stuff I still just you know bought a few albums after the fact but I <laughs> know no, right um, it was the it opened the doors right. it opened the floodgates for me and, and and every time I think of city whenever I listen to that album from strapping it's such a it was just such a game changer it just showed me like how deep the rabbit hole can go and yeah. how once you fucking get a taste of something you like and you want to hear more of it and you start listening you know what I'm gonna start listening to more heavy shit fuck this right and it was uh, yeah it just opened my eyes to just a whole new world and right. 
Um, the song in particular is actually the first song, which isn't even a song. It's the uh, intro, Velvet Kevorkian, where Devin just is yelling bullshit. <laughs> and, but it starts off with that iconic bum, 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 that little clink, 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 clink noise for some reason. And then he goes, oh, hey, bah! like, right? And then he starts doing that little speech or whatever. And whenever I hear that song, I just think of, you know, little, not really little, but, you know, 16, 17-year-old Gonzo in high school yeah. sitting under the stairwell, you know, listening to this off of my friend's Discman and just being amazed. And it's just, to this day, whenever I hear that album, it just takes me back to being under the stairwell at school, listening yeah. to that fucking album for the first time. So that's my story. <laughs> Very nice, sir. Very nice. How much? <laughs> <laughs> so I think one of the... For, I mean, for me, it was one of the first experiences through... Um, uh, through a sampler CD. Nice. Right? Yeah, you're all about that. And it was mainly because I didn't have, like, really anybody to show me anything. You know? My, yeah. My brother was not into remotely any of this stuff and he you know, always make fun of me and shit and you know he just never really liked that kind of music so I didn't have anybody to help me out and, and kind of mentor me you to, kind of left your own designs so, right so yeah so I would you know Metal Maniacs uh, Brave Words and Bloody Knuckles and you know Terrorizer and just buy all these magazines and stuff Amon Marth was one of the first ones that I found on a sampler CD. What? Of all bands, no kidding. Right. So then they were on Metal Blade. Yeah. So it was this sampler called Deathmeister. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to hunt that album down, one set from the Golden Hall. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Like, what is this? And my first introduction, I guess, to like... I, if you want to call it like Viking metal, sure. They call it death metal. They're like, we don't know. We still call ourselves death metal, not Viking metal. They're, they're death metal. They're they're both. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, that that was just one of the albums that completely opened up my eyes. And that holy shit, this is badass, dude. The because, melodies. Yeah, because their fucking melodies are still there. And um, uh, let me let me see the album really quick on um. Yeah, and, and I remember hanging out with my buddy, uh, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would always be fucking... He's the lit. one we went to uh, Cockroach with, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a cool guy. The cup. Yeah, yeah. So we went, we went and, and we we were hearing this. We'd like, like... It was like a fucking, like, what is this shit? This is so fucking cool. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, because so, Mike is a metalhead, too. Yeah. yeah. So it was for both of us, you know. We were just, like, really fascinated by it, and we listened to it constantly. <clears throat> But the song Victorious March is really the one that did it for me. That was the song that came out on the Sampler CD. But also, uh, I believe Ride for Vengeance was the first song. This one is uh, the first uh, album and only album, I believe, with Martin Lopez on drums. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he left and joined uh, Opeth after that. I keep forgetting how old that album is. Yeah, that came out in 1998. Yeah. So this is a very, I think for me... Uh, I always think, when I think uh, of Amon and Mar, for some reason, I always think of like the 2000s. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they did... They That's had what a, I heard of. They I heard had them. a previous stuff out. Yeah. But it was super I got, I got I got introduced to them 
Um, I think The Fate of Norns was their newest album. Okay. That was when I got introduced. Yeah. And that was the first album I heard, actually. Yeah. So, to me, I mean, this one back in 98, man. And, uh, anyways, but um, I think this is a true masterpiece of an album, anyways. It's great. The yeah. entirety of it, the entirety, the whole fucking thing is fucking awesome. And, again, those fucking guitar mm-hmm. melodies are top-notch, dude. But, yeah, it just, I just go back and think about <laughs> just discovering shit, you know? Still in high school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. At that time. It just takes you back to that time, right? Yeah, yeah dude. Fuck yeah, man. Um, <laughs> so my next one is, ironically, Deftones. I, well, ironically, not ironically. So, as I've said many, many, many times, you know, I used to be a, very much a new metal kid. Um, Deftones was a band I used to fucking, like, super be into. Um, I mean, shit. Like, 90... Fuck, dude. Like, 97... Through like the early two thousands, I was I was all about the Deftones, man. Yeah. Um, pretty much all of high school, and at the time they only had two albums out. They had um, around the uh, around the fur, which was the second one, and then they had Adrenaline, which is the first one. Yeah. Which I think Adrenaline actually is cool because that album he sounds do- he doesn't sound the same. Yeah. And that album he doesn't have that whine. Right. He just has he just kind of almost raps on that album. It's interesting. But he does a lot of screams and shit too, a lot of you know, ah, right. shit like that, you know, real throaty, throaty screeches. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I'm not talking about adrenaline. So the albums in particular that I, that I, that, I, that take me back, whenever they're mentioned or I hear a song from them, yeah, is around the fur and the white pony, which I don't like the white pony anymore. I despise that album actually. But <laughs> <laughs> white pony came out I think like in 2000, so I want to say I was junior. Or no, maybe a senior. Yeah, senior. I just started being a senior in high school. Um, I got my first official girlfriend. <laughs> I I was a late bloomer. I didn't. I mean, I, I went on dates and shit, but I never had a girlfriend. Right. And she was my first girlfriend at the time. And she was a huge Deftones fan. In fact, Fabian knew her before I did, and he used to call. He used to just call her the Deftones chick. That was just, <laughs> that's what she was known as. It was funny. But anyways, um, so. The, uh, the 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 songs of the album. I'm not gonna go into like song by song or anything, but like the the, the whenever I hear those songs, it just reminds me of just that time where, you know, hanging out after school, fucking getting Jack in the Box because we used to get the the Dollar Jumbo Jacks, <laughs> and you know going over, you know, to one of our mutual friends' house to play, um, like fucking Goldeneye or Quake. On the Dreamcast, and we Fuck would just yeah, yeah dude, because Quake Three Arena came out on Dreamcast. They ported it to Dreamcast, and it was a really good port. Yeah, um, had the frame rate and everything. It was really good. Um, it just kind of sucked to play with the controller, but you know we we, we managed, yeah. and we would play four player split screen Quake on a console television. Damn, and old school, dude. And we would play that, and that TV was older than we are, and we would fucking play <laughs> on that shit and for hours on end till fucking two in the morning on a Friday night. Playing Deftones in the background, you know, on the ra- on the stereo, just on repeat. Um, around the fur had this um, this hidden track that was literally after thirty minutes of silence. Oh shit! Um, in the middle of thirty minutes, you get like a little excerpt of I want to say it's Chino Moreno um, hitting the bong. Yeah. Just hear the like the bubbling, and yeah. he's like fuck yeah or some shit, and then it did it's silent again for like another like twenty minutes, and then or fifteen minutes. Yeah. And then 
the hidden track kicks on. And what would happen is we would leave the the, the CD playing in the in the little boombox, and we would forget about it. And then it'd be quiet. We'd be all the quick oh, fuck, playing and shit. And then all of a sudden, because we had we'd have it like full blast, and then it just the song would just kick on and scare the shit out of us. Because <laughs> it'd be you know it'd be silent for half an hour, right. and we'd be like, oh fuck. Turn that shit down, dude. <laughs> um, and then The White Pony, mostly because that's that album kind of brought me and my first girlfriend together. And that's how we met each other and whatever. Right. You know, um, obviously I'm married now. You know, that shit's whatever. It's like high school bullshit. Right. But, you know, that album, they came to El Paso to, in, in support of that album. You know, uh, me and her went to that show. Actually, it was me, her, Fabian, and his girlfriend at the time. And we, it was, it was a little couple's night out. We went out. It was fun. <laughs> It was it was a good time. It's funny because yeah. Fabian despises Deftones now. Like he openly hates them, but he was the biggest Deftones fan in the fucking world in high school. There I said it. <laughs> Anyways, um, but you know he might not uh, want yeah, to admit yeah. it nowadays. But the, the those honestly those two albums just bring back just really fucking good memories. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you won't really catch me listening to either album anymore. Like I'm I'm totally over. You know I outgrew them. But even then, I hear someone in passing listening to "Be Quiet and Drive." It reminds me of, you know, after school. We we, we all went to America's High School. After school, you know, piling in my friend Mike's car or in his van, yeah, and just you know, grab let's grab some grub and let's go over to Tony's and let's play some video games. <laughs> you know, we'd all you know crash the night or whatever. Right, it was good times, man. Good shit. Nice. Gay old times. <laughs> nice. And just for the people who don't know, that means happy. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, gay like. Gay. There's some people who don't know that and just yeah. gotta say it. Listen to the Flintstones intro. That's where I got it from. Actually. Yeah, gay old time. So <laughs> I like that we had to explain that. Yeah, well, it's cancel culture, dude. Yeah, I know. We have to explain it. Yeah, I mean, nothing against anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so my album or the next album for yeah. me, and I, and just the same as you, they're not any. They're not in any particular order? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's Tonight's Decision by Catatonia. It's a good one. Um, I'd say for that one was uh, right around the time when there was a lot of a lot of bad times, you know, going on. I wasn't the happiest. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, just life sucked. You know what I mean? A rough time for you. It was a rough period. It was a rough time. <laughs> Your blue period. Yeah, it was blue. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so not so great. So this album kind of has that kind of tone. It really does. Kind of, it's super depressing. It has, <laughs> yeah, it has all that going for it. Yes, it does. And brought me out of that funk. Just knowing that there's like, huh. Other people feel the same way. That's pretty cool. Or other, there's other things that kind of resemble or, or kind of have that same. The way I feel, it's how that sounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of made me feel better. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't really hit the sauce all too much or anything like that because I, I was never about that because I like that doesn't. It never made any sense to me <clears throat> to, to dip into alcohol because I'm going through weird times. You know what I mean? So, Man, I did that shit all the time. Yeah, I just never found it for me. Uh, well, you know that. Yeah, um, my go-to was I, to get fucked up. Yeah, but it, for me, like it never, it didn't help. You know what I mean? Like it, was it just, doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it really doesn't. Yeah. Like, at the time, it seems like a good idea because you're just yeah. like, I'm gonna get fucked up. Yeah. I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah. 
and then usually you end up feeling worse the next. I day. mean, I did, I did, you know, a couple of times where it was like, you know, in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this is dumb. I'm, I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna get over it. But yeah, this album had uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, street cred for me. <laughs> For helping me through those difficult times, and then it's like, ooh, I was back. Uh, I don't know. I was in high school, just out of high school. Or this album came out in '99, but when I was listening to it during those dark times, it was right out, just right out of high school. So things were f- 2002, 2003. Yeah, it was fucking rough, man. So it helped me out tremendously, and uh, good, I'll never forget that. Hell yeah. So did I ever tell you about the time that uh, when me and because as you know, Fabian's my oldest friend i've known that guy since yes yeah i've known well, he's not yeah he's my oldest friend that i still talk to i guess um so i mean we went through a lot of phases together <laughs> um and one of those phases was we listened to hardcore music now don't get me wrong i'm not talking about hate breed we never actually ironically we both hated hate breed actively um we listened mm-hmm. to a lot of the more underground shit so bands that were more metal core believe it or not yeah. So stuff like bands like, and you're gonna laugh because of the names being fun of, uh, from a second story window, <laughs> is one, um, and one was as I lay dying, which yeah, is yeah. which ended up being pretty popular. Yeah. Our you know our boy Tim Lambusitz who went right. on to do classics like Austrian Death Machine. Right. But anyways, as I lay dying before they got popular, they had an album which I can't remember the title. All I remember is that it's got a black cover with like a like a fetus. And I want to say it's a self-titled album, but I don't know. Okay. But anyways, um, there's this, the last track on that album is called Behind Me Lies Another Fallen Soldier. And it's just a, it starts off with an acoustic, and it's just fucking growls the whole time. So believe it or not, he used to growl. He didn't do the... He used to right. do like... Like, he used to get in deep. It's got to be early then, huh? Huh? Very, no, this is, this is, this, I think it's their, either their first album yeah or their second album before they went main you know mainstream right so this this song um just resonates with me because it reminds me of the time those because during those times me and fabian you know we'd go to mulligans we'd have fun you know and i remember we just we would jam that song like full blast (laughs) um you know at his apartment on the west side or whatever wherever the fuck he was at the time or even at my place you know, or, you know, on the way to the bar and, you know, yeah. it just, it just takes me back to those days. Yeah. You know, we're both, we're both, um, well, I was in a relationship that sucked and he was in one that ended up sucking, but we hung out a lot during that time and we would, you know, go to King's X on the West side or, or he would come to my side and we'd go to Mulligan's and I mean, this is, this had to be like, fuck dude, like 2004, 2005. And so this song just—it was his favorite song off that album at the time. And you'll probably—you'll probably go on record now saying he doesn't like them anymore, which is fine. I don't really care for him either. But he, you know, went on. You know, we used to play that song all the fucking time to the point where um, we used to cover it. Like we we would play it on the guitar, and I would play it on the bass, and we'd (laughs) play together. You know, yeah, it was corny. Uh, But that song just takes me back again, just to that time where. we did not like our girlfriends and we would actively find reasons to just go out me and him. Yeah, just to to get away from To get away from everything, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, we listened to, like, Poison the Well. We listened to fucking, uh, what's that one band called? Hope's Fall. Like, a bunch of very, like, in hindsight, kind of embarrassed 
to say I like yeah. those bands, but and now I don't like them anymore. I'm pretty much over. Like I'm, again, they kind of went into the the way of new metal where I'm just like, eh. But um, yeah, man, it's just it's just a weird little phase for me. And I still think the song's all right. They actually ended up remaking that song on a later album. Um, I can't remember the name of the album. It's got a skull on the cover, but yeah. They ended up redoing that song, ironically, which is cool because I think even he recognized that's a good song. <laughs> I even think today it still still holds up. It holds it's all up. right. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, you know, I think at that time we were forced to listen to that shit. That, there it, wasn't it much was, else happening. No, nothing was happening. Yeah. Because, yeah, at the time I was also listening to Kill Switch Engage and shit. Yeah, so that's what, I mean, that was out. And I was listening to Unearth. Uh, Unearth? I, I think Unearth were yeah. probably the Diecast. best. Diecast is great. There's another one, yeah. That but they're I, all from that scene. Yeah, but I mean, at that time, I thought Unearth was the best. Uh, they're the most melodic. I think they're the best. Uh, they're a metal blade, I believe, too. Um, I thought they were just really great and at, at that time. You know what I mean? And because that's all we had, dude. There was all at that uh, 2000. For metal, I mean, three, all, four, besides five, like, yeah, know. I mean, we had like, you know, Switch, we had Lamb of God, we had yeah. Chimera, you know, we had other bands yeah. in there. But not much. There really wasn't much in the way of no. <clears throat> true metal coming out. No. Like, metal metal as we talk about it now. Yeah, no. So this next album for me, I spent a lot of time. And I remember this. <laughs> uh, not, okay. I wouldn't put on the heater. Okay. I was, I was upstairs. At your folks' house? Uh-huh. uh-huh. When I was living there. Well, when I was... In high school, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you may do, you may live in your parents' house when you're in high school. It's okay to live with your parents in high school. So, I would just lay down on my bed and just play Orchid by Opeth, mm-hmm. and just be cold. <laughs> I get it. I get it, though. You know, I get it. I know yeah. why you would do that. Yes, and just listening and read the lyrics mm-hmm. and. And just look at the picture on the back of the album. It's it's the silhouette of the band. Yeah. Right at sunset. It's right as the sun's barely already gonna disappear. Yeah. You can see their silhouette. They're on a hill, and you can see them bastards, just badass. Them bastards. Just badass on the hill, man. Just young young thing. Michael. Yes. <laughs> and Peter and all the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it was awesome and. I don't know, man. It was one of those things where you f- you first hear a band and it kind of changes your whole fucking life. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's what City was for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, holy shit! Uh-huh. How are like, wait, this is one song? You know, at no, that time they were so long. Yeah, yeah. they're like between ten well, to fifteen minutes each. Well, fucking like you I know? think it's yeah, Black Rose Immortal off of Morning Rise. That song's like 20, twenty minutes. Twenty, but I mean. Let me see. Uh, that was back before he didn't really do cleans. It was all just very, like, almost blackened, like, ah. Yeah, man. And then, let me see. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the, the, easily the best song. I remember, I, I remember I showed, uh, we were like, uh, me and my friend Mike, we were in a, <laughs> this f- fraternity Okay. Right. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> so. In hindsight. Yeah. I mean, I was there for like my junior year, and then when we were seniors, we left. Yeah. Because we're like, you guys are fucking lame. We're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna drink beer by ourselves and listen to yeah. metal. 
and not get criticized for it. You know what I mean? Because these guys were just always talking shit about the music that we listened to. Really? And, you know, the, you know, satanic and all that bullshit. You know, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. You know yeah, what I mean? the usual bullshit. And, um, but I'll, I remember I showed one of my my buddies, I sh- uh, well, high school, classmates, uh, the Twilight is my robe, and they're like, huh. Okay. And then I showed them the cool little Wiggly Wiggly bass part later on. Um, and they're like, huh, well. All right. It was like, it's okay. Uh, but he's like, you're into some weird shit. And I'm like, all right. So I just dropped his ass off and I fucking left. You know what I mean? And I'm like, hey, fuck it. I mean, it wasn't for everybody. No, clearly. And it was one of those things where. Back then was like, I don't, I don't. I think a lot of people who are I don't want to say too young, but maybe they're in their maybe early twenties. Mm-hmm. They don't. They didn't realize that up until the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> you, you were get made fun of, dude. Oh yeah, all the time. Being a nerd was like you just get made fun of, and people will talk shit to you. Oh, we did our time. People dude. in the street would just come up to you and say shit. Why the fuck are you wearing that? Or you know, people are, like, very religious, you know, especially where I live in the Lord Valley. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, they'll just be like, it is isn't a Diablo, and they'll just say stupid shit like that, and they don't understand. Total strangers. So, yeah. you know, why are you always wearing fucking black, man? What the fuck is wrong with you? I used to get told that all the time. You know, all the fucking time. And it wasn't cool. People were always talk shit to you. Find a way to treat you like shit, because you, whatever. So... The nerdisms and, and, and the people in the nerd kingdoms of, you know, let's say you're into Star Wars or whatever nerd thing that you like. I, I'm into. not calling a nerd on to be bad. I'm just saying yeah. that's, you know, whatever you were into at that time, people would always make fun of you and fucking talk shit to you no matter what it was, you know. The jocks didn't give a fuck. They just thought everything was stupid. But now you see these cocksuckers enjoying Marvel and enjoying everything and be like, they don't see how ironic that is, making fun of other people for enjoying stuff because like that Because nerd in high culture school. is mainstream now. Yeah, because now I think the Big Bang Theory really brought that shit out. It made everything all that cool. As much as I don't give a shit, dude. I, I enjoy the show. A lot of people how always talk you? shit. I always people are like, oh, but it's stupid or this and that. I'm like, yeah, it's dumb. But I mean, it's not that it's dumb. It's just not funny. Go it's, on though. It's. <laughs> I mean, I thought you would like Sheldon. Go on though. Because you like to correct people. You need to go on. You, know? you see. Get off. That's my seat. You can't sit there. Anyways. Go but um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're interrupting me. Sorry. Stop interrupting me. Sorry. All right. Fuck. So, it's like you guys, a lot of people don't understand what it is. Yeah. To not be able to actually express yourself and be yourself because without having people just come up to you and talk shit. Scrutinize you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, so, it sucks. It really yeah. sucked. But... I was, like, um, I was like, in grade school, what'd you do this summer? Oh, I played Metroid. Oh, right, right. Remember fucking we, dork. Right. Yeah, we talked about that, yeah. So, that's how I always felt, you know, in high school being, you know. Oh, yeah, there was obviously your people. You're, you're like, your fellow metalheads and stuff like that. Yeah. They're like, cool shirt, dude, and blah, 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 or whatever. But, you know, it's like. Ew, you like the monkeys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zombies. Oh, man. So, <laughs> I'm up. All right. So, next one. Um, so I always bring these guys up for some reason. Uh, Mind the Self-Indulgence, tight. It's their first... No, it wasn't their first album, but it was their first album they did that was stupid. Um, so I got into them just at the end of high school. Um, they had just released their second their second album, Frankenstein Girls, and tight was their original release, which was very hard to find, apparently. Um, 
Yeah, it was really hard to find. It was hard to find the songs on fucking Napster and shit. It was a pain in the ass. Um, so, anyways, I, that album was really cool because I worked my ass off to find it. <laughs> so, um, like I, hunting it down? Yes. I ended up ordering it and getting it um, from all that music and ended up being worth a lot, actually. Really? Um, yeah, I was able to actually ended up reselling it sometime later on eBay for like 150 bucks. Damn. Yeah, boy. You weren't joking. Yeah, it was the original pressing. Um, so, oh, okay. Yeah, it, you know, because it, it's got a very, uh, what my, what some might call offensive nowadays, but the CD said, um, it had a guy with an accordion. And yeah. it said, uh, around the, the rim of the disc, it said, strictly for the hardcore N-word. <laughs> but it ends with an A and a Z. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's just like some nerdy guy with an accordion. Yeah, yeah. It's all strictly for the hardcore, yeah, yeah. you know. And anyways, I got that CD and it's just, it just, it, I went through this MSI and Mr. Bungle and Faith No More started getting their, their, um, their, uh, claws into me, so to speak, um, around that time. And I was talking to, um, a friend that I think he listens to this podcast, I want to say, or he, he came up recently. Anyways, his name's Ramon. He's a guy I grew up with, um here in El Paso he was actually my one of my very first neighborhood friends um I haven't talked to him probably in about seven eight years now yeah. or at least but it's been a it's been a minute but um he was he has always been into music and but he's always been more on the avant-garde side thing side of things so he's the one that introduced me to Mike Patton and uh MSI and all this shit so, yeah, um, so whenever I, I listen to the album Tight, which I actually have it on Apple Music, whenever I listen to that album, it just takes me back again, takes me back to fucking calling the different CD stores, seeing if they had it, because I had Frankenstein Girls, which was off of Electro Records, which is yeah. easy to find, right? because it's Electro Records. Tight was self-released through Uppity Cracker, which is their self-made label. <laughs> they know it's a great name. Yeah. Um, and it was. I was just trying to find that CD everywhere until finally I had to special order it and yeah. I got it. And then, like a dumbass, I sold it. And it was a. It was a. It was a, one of those uh, cardboard cases. Those you know nice what ones. it's worth now or same? Um, you can probably look it up on eBay right now and see if you can find the original pressing. It's probably about two hundred bucks or something. But uh, yeah, it's because they deliberately made it scarce. Uh, Jimmy, you're in the frontman for the band. He deliberately made it limited pressing just to be an asshole. Because yeah. he thought it'd be funny, and sure enough, yeah, he knew exactly that it would be worth a lot of money. So damn, they re-released it sometime later. Um, that you could buy it at shows and shit. But those ones, I want to say they censored the N word. Oh, okay. I think it probably had. I think it was like N star 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 Z or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they censored it. Like they did some things to make it a little different. And I think it had some bonus tracks and some other shit. Whoa. But, but yeah, like <laughs> they released. Then they only. But the. But again, to. Just to be annoying about it, those re-releases I think were only sold on tour. They were never made on available online. They were never right. made available at stores. You had to go to the show to buy them. But yeah, man, just whenever I think of that album and it's 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 like fourteen songs in about twenty minutes. <laughs> it's very shit. They're like two minute long little quick yeah. fire rapid fire songs. Yeah, yeah. Such classics such as Diabolical and Pussy All Night. <laughs> those are the titles of some of the songs um but yeah man and it, and it, it took me through this phase where actually because of my self-indulgence um this is where catbox suicide came from which has been my handle since like 2001 right 
Um, it, was, it was actually something that Jimmy Urin said in an interview where he was on a... And it's actually the name of my Discord also, by the way. Um, my Discord's called Sandbox Suicide. And that's actually from a thing. He was on a show, some random radio show, with an interview that I, I must... I got it off of Audio Galaxy or some shit. Yeah. And he was all... Yeah, you know, what's up, guys? I'm on the sandbox suicide. I'm going to call this motherfucker the catbox suicide or some shit. <laughs> he said some weird shit like that. It was just saying dumb bullshit. And it just, catbox suicide resonated with me. And I just adopted it as my handle. <laughs> and to date, I'm the only fucker anywhere with the handle catbox suicide. Yeah, yeah. That's where it came from. <laughs> it came from these fuckers. And, <laughs> and so, um, where was I going with that? The uh, the whole point is just that it just takes me back to like a lot of my gaming stuff, um, but because of mindless self indulgence, I actually got into making beats. I actually was fucking around with Fruity Loops. I was fucking around with um, some other uh, media creation tools, and I would actually made a little project. And you know who knows about it? Jeremy. Jeremy was there for some of it. The <laughs> guy in Colorado. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> So, he uh, actually lent his voice to some of my songs. <laughs> it's really funny. And oh, I think, shit. I want to say that fucker, he might still have my songs. That's funny. Because I don't have them anymore. Yeah. I don't. I mean, this was like fucking almost 20 years ago now. Yeah, yeah. It was like 2001, 2002. So, it's been a long time. But I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I made a lot of weird songs. I made a song where cowboys rape me. It's It's... it's really weird and stupid and again yeah. this is young adult you know I think I was like 8 at 19 at yeah. the time um and just me trying to be an edgelord and <laughs> yeah I made all these little songs um Fabian was there around for that of course as well and he was all he was all for it um but yeah man I made some beats and some rhythms and I I sang a few tunes and it yeah. was weird and I made a CD and it was called Catbox Suicide La Resistance <laughs> and it had a little picture of a cat with mean eyes. And that was it. Uh, that's my story. Sorry, I went on too long. That's cute. Yeah, dude. This is the whole face. It was weird. But that's where all my all my handles, all my handles are catbox suicide on everything, as you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's where it came from. <laughs> it was mindless self-indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. My next album. Go. Uh not all of them are not all of them are gonna be albums, but this one is uh <laughs> Dark Tranquility Projector. Ah. And that one's actually had a similar story in that mm. it was fucking hard to find, dude. Yeah. It was really difficult to find. Some albums are, man. Um, that was part of the fun, though, wasn't it? Yeah. And then you finally get it. Yeah, it was yeah. difficult for me because it was, it, was it was on a Century Media sampler, mm-hmm. the Identity series. Uh, and I remember like that song Doberman came out, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. So, like, I had to find it in everywhere. It took me forever, dude. I think it took me over a year before I could actually was able to find it and just enjoy the whole thing. This is obviously pre-YouTube uh, and around the time where you could give your... It still goes for about 110. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. And you could give her, like, you know, was it Kazaa and all that shit was around? Oh, yeah, the fucking uh, Wild West of the yeah. uh, peer-to-peer days. Yeah. That one got a lot of viruses. Hadn't really come out yet at that time when when I was looking for this album. It was, still wasn't out, or if it Lime was, wire. if it was, I didn't really use it at that time. Bear so later share. On, 
Oh, I stayed away from Bear Share. Bear Share was a toilet. Yeah. <clears throat> so was I think because that was one of the better ones. Yeah, that one and. Yeah, because all these apps came out after the fall of Napster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After Metallica. Yeah, I, I went with LimeWire. Put it into that shit. Yeah. I remember the little Lime icon. Yeah, that one was good. But yeah, I mean, for and then man, I went with Mike. We went to uh, to outside Austin and and uh, he was staying at he was stationed at Fort Hood. Uh, right before he was gonna. Well, it was one of the times he came to visit, and he told me he was gonna have some time off, and he's like, "Why don't you come back with me, man? He's yeah. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it." Yeah. And so I was like, from one day to the next, we just left. Fucking, we just drove to uh, Fort Hood out there outside of. Uh, it was in Colleen. We went out to Colleen. Totally crazy. And then we, <laughs> we were like. I had just got... How was it out there? Uh, humid. Hmm. It's a small town, dude. Yeah. It's a small... It's like 30 minutes outside. Like Fort Stockton. Yeah. Uh, probably... A little bigger? Green. Oh, okay. Trees yeah. and... The good green. part of Texas. Yeah. Not, 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 not our part where it's all dead. It's all yeah. desert. <laughs> but, you know, I had just bought that album. Mm-hmm. And we're listening to the shit out of Projector... That's a great uh, album. Uh, yeah, I remember going by the we're going by this little lake. We're checking it out. Oh, that's dope! Hell yeah! yeah. And perfect I remember, music for that. Yeah, I remember I got fucking one of the very like maybe a handful of times that I got fucking wasted. Uh, but yeah, good memories of being out there and just checking this album out. And hell yeah, man! After fighting it for so long. And that shit came out in like I don't know ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, it was already out for a while. Yeah, well, let me see. Was it? I don't know, but it had been out already for a period of time. Yeah. Well, yeah, the little, uh, fucking tide came out in ninety nine. I didn't get it till like mid two thousands, early two thousands, early mid. Um, my next one is corn. Uh, life is peachy. So, corn. Life is peachy is actually the first album I heard from them. They already had. Their first album came out pretty early. It came out like in 94, yeah. I think. So, before New Metal was even really a thing. Uh, so, Life is right. PG came out. I was in middle school, and it was my friend, uh, again, the same guy, Ramon. He was the one that showed me that, uh, showed me Corn in general. Um, at the time, Corn was new. No one knew who they were. They were still considered pretty underground at the time. They weren't popular by any stretch. Yeah. In fact... Uh, Life is Peachy, they came nearby here in touring with Metallica, actually. They were, they were opening for Metallica. And uh, it was back when they had their stage. They had a bunch of, like, fucked up dolls hanging <laughs> from the stage and shit. Yeah. Um, so, the reason why I like that album is because being a overweight, nerdy uh, kid growing up in El Paso is tough. Um, and then now I'm a nerdy, overweight adult living in El Paso. But <laughs> <laughs> not much has changed. I'm the same guy, I'm just older. But at the time when I was growing up, you know, I got made fun of a lot. I got, I, I was really, you know, and even into adulthood, I, 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 even now, I, you know, battle with depression and things like that. And, you know, as ironically that the, and like the most stereotypical thing about corn is that most kids will say that we're into them in the early days is that, hey, you guys, your lyrics really speak to me about being an outcast, about being different yeah. and saying fuck you, you know, to the establishment. Which is what, that was their whole thing at the time was, hey, you know, it's okay to be different. You know, we're with you. We got you. We understand. And, yeah, that's what it was, dude. The, um, a lot of the lyrics in that album, um, 
really resonated with how I felt about like my peers in school, even my parents. Um, songs like uh, "Good God" comes to mind, which yeah. is in the middle. I'm sure you've heard that one. Yeah, I've heard that one. Man. Yeah, the one where he goes, "Why don't you get the fuck out of my face?" Yeah, no, like that. Right. That song. That song. I always as a kid, a little edgy. You know, fucking. I think I was what. 12, 13 years old. That just resonated with me so much. And I was just like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You tell them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, and then they had um, <laughs> fucking, they're the ones that coined Adidas all day I dream about sex, right. which is off of that album. That video was cool. That was a cool video. Um, and then the last song, Kill You, which is a song about him dealing with a bitch of a stepmom. Um, which I never had to deal with, thankfully. My parents were both, you know, they both treated me good. Um, but yeah, like just him, just, you know, I just felt at the time, you know, for me being, you know, a naive, you know, 12, 13 year old, I want to say that's how old I was. I might, I might have the, the age a little off, but it's hard to remember. Anyway. Probably 96, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- that, that makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. So at the time, you know, just the concept of someone just eloquently putting how I felt inside lyrically was kind of a revelation for me, which I know music's, and I know now music's been doing that since the dawn of time. Right. That's what music is. Music is putting your feelings and thoughts into an auditory thing that you consume. But (laughs) (laughs) back then I never heard music that hit me that way. And as corny as it sounds now, it just really, it really was what I needed at the time. Right. And to this day, like, as much as I'll make fun of corn, and yes, I, I will say again, corn sucks right now. They're terrible. Yeah. And they always will be, probably. But I still hold the first two albums, and specifically Life is Peach, because that's the first one. That was the first heavy music that I liked, that I really, really, really liked. Because before that, before um, being introduced to that album, I really wasn't into music. I really wasn't into anything. Oh wow! I was just really into video games, and yeah. that was about it. Not even movies, not even comic books. The only thing I was into at that time was video games. Yeah. Um, and this this band, little new metal band from Bakersfield, California, in yeah. the early mid '90s, is what started me on the path that I'm on right. today. So yeah, it's and, kind of a big deal. And again, I think that's what I always say. Yeah. Um, and I think you said in the last episode too. If I think you're going to say what you're going to say, yeah, the, it's that we need these bands. They're important. They're important gateway bands for they, everyone else. That's exactly what you said in the last and, episode. And yep. We need <laughs> we need more bands like that. And that's great. And I, and I agree. I agree with what you say there because yeah, um, metal is such metal has the benefit of being such a diverse genre that. It can hook just about anybody. Hell, there's metal songs my mom likes, and she's in her <laughs> mid-60s, and yeah, she yeah. listens to, like, fucking Juan Gabriel and Juanga. and fucking disco music, ironically. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she <laughs> likes the Bee Gees. She loves, the Bee Gees, I think, is her favorite band, by the way. And she's like, you know, but, she, you know, I played some tunes from Devin or Dream Theater, and she's like, hey, that's nice. Yeah. You know? And it's heavy, though. It's, like, still heavy. Right. But she's like, hey, that's, he sings really pretty, and the music's catchy. Right. You know, but yeah, that, that's important. There, the, the metal is. I think metal is very important, and the fact that you can come from just about any walk of life, and you could pro- even people that swear that they don't like metal, they can probably find something that's all right. That's pretty good. Actually, they probably find a lot of bands that they enjoy if and, they really and, try. And, yeah, right? they really yeah. try. Instead of 
putting out this stereotype, the stereotype, yeah. the stigma that oh, it's all evil and all that shit. First of all, they need to get that shit out of their fucking mind. Yeah. Because instead of thinking that it's uh, evil or satanic and all that bullshit, they need to start being like more of like, well, how how is it that there's so many metalheads with a good head on their shoulders and stuff like that? Yeah, like and we, it's well, because it's fucking therapeutic. Look at us. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, look at me. I mean, I. I have a lot of mental problems, dude. Like, I don't talk about them a lot, but I do have a lot of problems. And yeah. But you know what? I'm successful at my work. I'm doing very well right now at work. Um, I'm married. Very happily married. I have, you know, I have a lot of good going on right now. You're leveling up, dude. I am, dude, basically. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm about to prestige. And, <laughs> you know, but like, yeah, dude. I mean, I listen to some of the most obscene, depraved, angry sounding shit in the world and i'm totally like hey what's up bro yeah how you doing man yeah. oh hey nice to meet you yeah you know it's like or you know me i'm at a meeting you know hey so this is uh we're gonna talk about last uh last month's uh performance and uh, we're gonna talk about some metrics and uh we're gonna look at some goals that we're looking to hit next month so you know it's like yeah. it's like you have to you know there's different faces you know right. that you have to hit but and then you know after i do all that business shit I fucking go into my car and I fucking put on some fucking, you know, some fucking dark tranquility. Right. I'm joking. Put that, turn that shit up and drive home. But I mean, it's, what's funny is like, it's, it's always like a no-no at work. They're like, hey man, so what do you listen to? And it's like, what do you listen to? And it's like, you know, I think my first year uh, I'm, where I work, I, uh, yeah. the first, yeah, the first year I was invited to go out and I was like, are you sure? Are you really sure? You want to open that kind of worms? Yeah, why open that kind of worms? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I don't want to hang out with this dude anymore because he <laughs> listens to that, uh, he listens to that satanic shit or blah blah blah. He listens to crazy music, and I'm like, the oh. jukebox is, like, you could put fucking music on the jukebox if you wish. I don't give a fuck. Like, what what's wrong with putting music on the jukebox? I'm not gonna be the only one. Put it on, dude. Yeah. And them thinking, oh. Uh, let's put on NWA or Easy. I'm like, hey, I like that. That's good stuff. That's great. <laughs> you know. And, instead of and thinking, then they're shocked that, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah. you like that? Yeah. Of course I do. I'm not. Uh, I just, I'm not gonna pigeonhole myself into one style of music. Chill out, like you, you know, do, like fucking normies do and shit. You no know what shit. I mean? That's what. This is one of my other pet peeves, by the way. Yeah. No shit. But anyways, and and, and okay. So a, a lot of times when we listen to music and we listen to bands that we don't really like. We actually listen to them and check them out really quick, or we'll check out the song and like, oh, I, I didn't like it or whatever. Yeah, sure. Or like, for example, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, I know you're exposed to this a lot more than I am, but I'm not a big fan of country, but I'll listen to some. Okay. But I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it at all. Like, I'm not gonna openly. I can tolerate it. Really? But... Yeah, I'm not gonna really be searching for it. Yeah. No, I think my wife's a little it's low okay. key. Bummed out because she opened up to some metal, but I have not opened up to really to any country. Yeah. And I think she's a little bummed out. I think she was expecting like an equal exchange. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, we don't have to like the same things. It's okay. Yeah. You know, you don't have to like metal. And if you do, that's cool. I'm glad. But at the same time, like, I don't like country. It does nothing for me. Yeah. I don't like the way they sing. I don't like the way it sounds. I will acknowledge they can fucking play. Yeah. But that's But I mean, <laughs> for me, it's always older shit. Yeah. Like, Maybe 92, 93 and below. Sure. That was the old style of country. Yeah, yeah. Now it's all fucking well, my, rap you know, and there's... As you know, my wife's on the younger side, yeah. so she's a little more modern. I, I couldn't... 
I would I would die if that's all I could hear the the newer. But yeah, 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 and even then she's not she doesn't pigeonhole herself either. She yeah. listens to, she likes Cradle Filth, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of all bands, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was I next or? Were mm-hmm. you? Okay. So my next one would be Immortal. Oh, that's a good one. At the heart of winter. Yeah. And I just remember. Um. That was kind of like my introduction to them really and I heard what was it it was like 2002 2003 or 2004 when they came up with another album when when I first heard Immortal in high school I used to make fun of him yeah (laughs) I mean I I I always thought the guy you know Aboth was funny his voice was funny whatever (sighs) yeah and then I just started watching uh, more and more videos and stuff like that I'm like this dude's fucking great man this guy fucking kicks ass and Oh, I, I mean, I'm talking about his shenanigans. Yeah, like, shenanigans. In general, he's, so fucking yeah, he, weird. he's a big dork, dude. Yeah, he is. I love him though. He's great. Yeah, about this is shit. Yeah, but that one had—I <laughs> mean, that one just got me because it had the fucking the badass cover art, dude. Yeah, and it had this weird fucking like. It really did sound cold. You know what I mean? Like they're like the way their music the, embodies the, the winter. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Blizzards in the north. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, for me that was. Totally fucking Hell badass yeah, album. Yeah, man. But I remember just being... It was right out of high school when I started getting into them. Mm. Uh, and really, like, diving deep into, like... Um, I think it was Blizzard Beasts and... Uh, at, at the at the Heart of Winter. But oh, there's another one. I forgot. Uh, yeah. They won all these awards for it at the time. I forgot. But I think, to me, Immortal is one of those bands that I think is timeless... Um, yeah, I still I like them. Yeah, I like. I mean, as far as like straight up traditional black metal, they're one of the only ones I do like. Cause yeah. I've said before, I'm not a big fan of like old school black metal, but like I I like Immortal. I like most of yeah. their albums, if not all of them. It, I think it was them and Enslaved that kind of went the different direction in terms of the traditional black metal sound sure. instead of going because the lo-fi. They, because early Immortal, <laughs> yeah, early Immortal is almost like traditional black metal, like if it but if it had some production behind right. it, right. And then they just started to evolve, and, and and there's that little hint and dash of melody, mm. which is why I really like them a lot. Too. Yeah, you've always been a melodic dude. Huh? So, yeah, <laughs> and that's why I enjoyed them a lot. And then I, you know, because of that, started listening to Enslaved. And, man, those guys were, they were like the opeth of, of like black metal because of always changing their sound and always evolving and yeah. always not, not being scared of... Of changing the way they want to do their music, but it was always in a in a great direction, and it was always, it was never like, oh, they're experimenting, and what the fuck is this? It was always in an awesome direction, you know. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyways, Immortal at the Heart of Winter. I just remember initially finding them, and that was like the best time, just like that's fucking awesome. Listening to everything at that time, you know. <laughs> so my next one is Pantera, uh, Far Beyond Driven. Uh, the reason because the reason for that album because Far Beyond Dream is not my favorite album, yeah. But it is an album that takes me back to a specific uh, night in my life. So, quick, I'll make it quick. So, back in uh, when I was in tenth grade, there was a girl that hates me now, which mm-hmm. I won't get into that. She doesn't. Uh, we had a uh, an argument in adulthood after we uh, caught up with each other. But, anyways, <laughs> yeah. So she doesn't. She thinks I'm an asshole, which she, she's right. Um, <laughs> there's this girl named Lisa. And I remember her last name, but I'm going to, of course, omit it. 
But there's a girl named Lisa in the 10th grade that I really had a huge crush on. Um, she was like some punk girl. She was like into like, you know, Green Day and The Offspring and shit like that. And at the time I was, you know, this was 10th grade, so I was already listening to metal. I was already starting to get into like Fear Factory a little bit and getting into Pantera. And Far Beyond Driven was an album that sticks to me because, so Lisa, um, I made it pretty clear I liked her. <laughs> yeah. And we would hang out and go on little shenanigans. We'd go like on little, I don't want to call them dates, but just hanging out, just me and her, stuff like that. Right. And there was a point where she came to class one day and she was very sad. And I remember I was, what's wrong, dude? And she's like, um, I have to move to Brownsville. And Damn, all the way over there? Yeah. And I was, my world just came down. Yeah. But I didn't show it, but I was just like, I was super sad. Immediately got a map. Where the fuck is Brownsville? Where the fu- fuck? that's far. <laughs> Texas is so big. It's freaking far, um, dude. It is. So, um, just like, I'm going to say it, you know, right now, I was in love with this girl. I was super into her, you know, t- in 10th grade. And so I, just to spend as much time with her before she left, yeah. uh, we hung out a lot. We, I feel like we hung out quite a bit, if my memory serves correctly. We went to the library. We did just, just I mean, because we were kids with no money. I mean, we just, whatever we can get into. <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah. yeah, dude, we just walk around or have our parents drop us off somewhere. <laughs> I remember going to the library, the one um, by Mountwood. It's uh, by Target, kind of, in that okay. little area. Mountwood and George Zeter. There's a yeah. library there. I don't know if it's still there. It probably is. So, you know, and whatever. And so, you know, it came to the point where, you know, it was time for her to move. And I just went and I said, you know what? <clears throat> do you have, are you done packing? She's like, no, I have a lot of shit I got to do. I just want to hang out with her. So I was like, you know what? Let me help you. Let me, uh, let me go hang out with you. Yeah. Let's go. We'll hang out. We'll, you know, we'll have fun. We'll listen to music. And we'll I'll help you pack. I'll help you put your shit away in the U-Haul and whatever. Right. And she's like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, I want to. I just, you know, I just feel, I mean, we're not going to hang out anymore. I figure, you know, it's one last time to hang out. So, <laughs> we're hanging out. We're, you know, mostly, you know, she's she has a little, she has a little fucking boom box or whatever. A little battery, you know, with the D-cell batteries. Yeah, I remember a little boom bo- Yeah, everyone had one, right? Oh, it's a CD player on top. Yeah. So, we're just, you know, clean, you know, getting her, her personal effects out of her room and putting them in boxes and we're listening to mostly her music because it was her house and then she finally told me hey um because I, I, I brought i had my cd wallet with me it was in my backpack yeah so hey you want to if you want to put something it's been all my all my shit you want to play something and i was like uh yeah sure 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 so i went ahead and uh i was like well i don't listen to what you listen to she goes well i know you listen to the heavier shit you put on whatever you want so i put on um, fucking uh, Far Beyond Driven. <laughs> and she, I remember her expression. She was like, whoa, this is intense. <laughs> I was like, it's pretty heavy, right? And she's like, yeah, it's a little much, but yeah, you know, it's cool. Let's listen to it. So we, it was, at this point, it got really late, and her mom went to go get us something to eat. I think she went to, like, Jack in the Box or McDonald's or whatever. So it was just me and her by ourselves, and it was really late. It was like, fuck, almost... I felt like it was like 11 midnight and we had a little cute moment where we got into we got together we were putting her blankets away and she's like it's fucking cold let's roll up in the blanket or whatever and I'm like fuck yeah (laughs) of course right (laughs) little fucking horny teenager fuck yeah so we did and I remember we rolled them in the blanket and the music's the album's still playing in the background and you know just real quick 
just a quick kiss, and that was it. Uh, she and shortly after her mom came, we ate, and then she, her mom took me home, and that was it. And nice. for many many years, yeah. and then I ran into her at Fye, shit, like probably about ten years later, like two thousand. This is this had to have been like ninety eight when this happened. So it was like two thousand eight ish. I ran into her at Fye. And I was with my girlfriend at the time, and I recognized her, and she was talking to me, Gonzo, hey, yeah, and I'm like, hell, yeah. Lisa, what's up, dude? And yeah. she she recognized me. I guess I didn't change much. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And we were talking for a little bit. My bitch of a girlfriend at the time gave me a look, so I immediately just kind of like, well, anyways, I gotta go, and I just took off. And then <laughs> sometime later, um, this is right when Facebook was brand new. I found her on Facebook. Well, I, it recommended me here to add her on Facebook, and I did, and she went off on me. <laughs> she tore me a new one saying, oh, so what? I guess you're not with that bitch anymore. So now we can talk again. Nah, you know what? Fuck you or whatever. And I was like, fuck. All right. I didn't even reply. I was like, all right. Yeah. And I just let it go. And I never spoke to her after that. It was weird. Whoa. Kind of weird. Yeah. But um, every time I, whenever I listen to Far Beyond Driven, a little part of my brain goes to that night. <laughs> but sorry, I kind of think I went on a little too long again. I'm sorry, man. It's funny. I'm man. rambling. <laughs> my stories are long. <laughs> all right. So... This next one, again, through a sampler CD. Oh, nice. I forgot yeah. through where, though. I forgot the list here, too. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> so, Roddy Christ, yeah. a dead poem. And, again, this is another one that I used to spin with Mike. We used to just hang out. It was like, I think it was still in high school, man. Because mm. uh, that one came out 2001, I think, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. That'd be like your last couple years. Yeah, it's, yeah. but I yeah, but we listened to that one a lot, and I don't know, man. It just gives me, it just reminds me of good just vibes, saying, right? Hey, you know, yeah, yeah, dude. Hanging out yeah. with the boys, man. Just yeah, dude. With That's my dope. with my buddy Ernest, uh, Ian, Josh. There's certain songs you know? that just like take you there. Yeah, yeah. And it was just one of those times where those albums that really just kind of, um, I don't know, like that was. Probably one of the more different Ruddy Christ albums too, because we had heard their early shit, and even uh, let's say like Triarchy or Last Lovers, we used to listen a lot to Archon, mm-hmm. and that was a fucking cool song. But to me, we'd always listen to me and uh, that one. Me and Mike heard that one a lot, mm-hmm. and that was man, that was my fucking what is it, my my Moby Dick, dude, <laughs> the the whale. Got your Moby Dick right here. That was the whale, dude. Yeah. For me, that was the hardest album for me that I could acquire was mm-hmm. was the Triarchy of Lost Lovers. Everybody, it was always fucking sold out, and it wasn't actually until maybe maybe around ten years ago I found it at a the headstand. Oh no shit. Yeah. So just randomly. Yeah, just randomly. I wasn't even looking for it anymore. Like you know, I, you know what I gotta, I gotta find, right find now? it. The toilet. I gotta pee. Oh, all right. <laughs> Time out. Time out. All right. Yeah, so... Yeah, so... uh, Writing Christ, Dead Poem. That was my... uh, Always a go-to. But, uh... The next ones are going to be even more, like, kind of... Yeah. I don't want to say old school, but a little bit more... uh, Definitely... Reminiscent, reminiscing of like hanging out with the guys and shit like that. That was, those were good ones. Yeah. So, anyways, you're next. Speaking of hanging out with the guys, so my next one is uh, the Offspring Smash, mm. uh, classic punk rock album of the early mid '90s. 
Um, that album takes me back to hanging out with... Um, I had a really tall Asian friend named John, who was also friends with Fabian, and we all three of us used to hang out quite frequently with our other buddy Mike. And listening to that song just takes me back to hanging out in either of our houses, playing, like, fucking StarCraft on the computer, <laughs> you know, or uh, playing, like, old school... Like, I don't know why. Every time I think of offspring, I think of hanging out and playing PC games for some reason. But that song just takes <laughs> me back to just... Just us, like, not, not a big group, just, you know, us three just hanging out or, you know, chilling, um, you know, splitting the pizza between the three of us, just fucking gaming till, like, two in the morning. Uh, me talking in my sleep. Sounds like good times. To me talking in my sleep, because I would always be the first to pass out. <laughs> and I would be saying weird shit in my sleep, and they would record it. And, or tell me about it the next day. Like, at a weird moment, uh, the reason why I, I bring, about, bring it up, because, again, for some reason, Offspring always reminds me of StarCraft. <laughs> Um, there was a time where I was asleep in my bed. Fabian and John were still awake. They were playing StarCraft on my computer. And in my sleep, I said, the protists are angry, which is uh, one of the races in StarCraft. <laughs> so there's two races in StarCraft. There's Protoss, Zerg, and Terran. And obviously Terran's human. And so I said that shit. And then apparently shortly after that, his uh, John's base got ransacked by the Protoss. <laughs> and they, got, they destroyed his base and he got he ate shit That's and they funny. said that to this day they swear I said that and I wasn't even facing I was facing the wall yeah. laying on my side and I just went the protests are angry and then they attacked <laughs> and they said that that was such a weird moment because <laughs> like and I don't remember it I'm speaking strictly through what they told what me what they told you yes so, you're yeah. a uh, Starcraft prophet I'm a clairvoyant all right, so this next one is for sure mm. a uh, a staple in our when I would hang out with the guys and, and especially specifically Mike because sometimes we wouldn't hang out with everybody. So it's a uh, Blind Guardian Nightfall in Middle Earth. Hell yeah! And there was a lot of sing along mm. songs on that album, and so <clears throat> we would like just try to sing the songs together, but. Some of them are so fast. It's yeah, hard to, it's, it's really difficult to kind of <laughs> match that same speed and whatever. Yeah. But that's another one, man, that we used to just hang out. And uh, I think that was kind of like not, not 100% my introduction because I did hear, I did have, uh, I forgot the name of the albums. It has a, a bard song in the forest that has a bunch of different ones. And mm-hmm. uh, I think Time, What Is Time? There's a lot of different songs, but I forgot that that album. Okay. And then I had, man, I had I had quite a few. But anyways, it's cool. This one specifically was kind of the one that set set everything. And also, I think they came out on uh, one of the Identity series from Century Media, one of the sampler CDs. I think it might have been Nightfall, actually. I don't remember. But I just fucking I don't know. And still to this day, I think for me, it's always been Blind Guardian. For me, like one of the best power metal bands of all time. I agree. And I know a lot of people are like, "No, it's this and that." It's it's for me, dude. It's not for you. Yeah. It's it's. It's why you say for me, one yeah. of the best power metal bands yeah. of all time. So. Yeah, yeah. So Blind Guardian. Nice, dude. Um, my next one is Faith No More, uh, King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime. Um, to date, even now, that is my favorite Faith No More album. I think it's a masterpiece. That is a cover to cover. Every song is a classic. I love that album. Um, it takes me back because back in 
Man, early mid two thousands, I was in a band. So as you know, I used to play bass. I was in a band with uh, my friend Ramon, the one I grew up with. Right. He was playing drums. He's a he's a hell of a drummer, by the way. He was a really good drummer. Um, he was drums. I was bass, and we played with uh, this gay guy who was an asshole, and um, <laughs> this other dude who was like he wasn't an asshole. It was cool. I think his name was Mike actually, also, and or we used to call him Mikey. Mikey. And then our singer was this asshole named Richie, who wanted to sound like the guy from Glassjaw, like desperately. At least at the time, I don't know if he still does. Yeah. It. So, the reason why I like it is because the whenever I hear the song, and it's my favorite Faith No More song, ironically, um, is uh, the Gentle Art of Making Enemies. We used to play that song as a warm up, and it was a lot of fun. And it just every time <laughs> I hear it, that was a lot of fun. And it was it's very it's a kind of a bittersweet moment because. Um, at the time, I wasn't. Oh yeah, you know what? In hindsight, it's like it was early two thousands, because it was before I got into that long relationship. So I was single at the time, and I had I, at least, and I was in the midst of my depression, and I had I honestly felt like I didn't have I didn't have much. Yeah. You know, I, I this was all I had was this little band that I was playing with every year, yeah. every Saturday. You know, we'd hang out and. It was a great time. It was actually a lot of fun. Fabian would tag along. Fabian's in a lot of these stories because if you're wondering why me and Fabian, we used to be very close. Like, yeah. very, very close. So, you know, he would tag along a lot on these little things and he would show off on guitar and shit. He's always been pretty good at guitar. Yeah. And so, the bittersweet thing is that they ended up kicking me out of the band because my bass kept breaking down. And we had to keep opening it and resoldering it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but I couldn't afford one. And they were like, you got to buy a new one, and you got to get a half stack, and this and that, because we want to start playing shows. And I'm like, I know, but I don't have a job, and I don't have money, I don't yeah. have a means to get these things. So eventually they kicked me out, and I know I wasn't the best bass player in the world. I've never been that great. Yeah. But the, that band really pushed me to my limits, and it helped me get... At one point, I felt that was pretty decent. Yeah. Because um, they pushed me, because they were playing music that required some good bass licks and right. I had to I had to really get into you know get you know challenge myself yeah so um they messaged me on uh, <laughs> of all things AIM remember yeah America Online IM everyone had it mm -hmm. they messaged me on that randomly they left Ramon out on purpose and they told me that they were kicking me out and they never told him <laughs> they did it on purpose because right. they knew he was going to be like no fuck that why are you kicking yeah. him out and he, I mean, he was, he, he seemed pretty upset about it too. But, yeah. You know, um, it is what it is. But, you know, it's, it's kind of bittersweet. And at the time, it, it really hit hard. I mean, you know, I, I was really emotional and right. it hurt. It really hurt. And fuck those guys. Anyways, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So this is a song, one specific song. Okay, go. So for you, a uh, new wave of British heavy metal dudes. There's this band called Dark Star, and this song specifically is called Lady of Mars, and we, uh, me and Mike, we would always go to, he's obviously in these uh, stories as well, because it's the same thing, we're close, we used to hang out pretty much every weekend, and um, a lot of different days, you know, and um, we'd go to all that music, which is our local, some of our, you know, our biggest local record store that we have here yeah 
and we would go hunting for CDs. We would just look at random things. Fuck yeah. Kind of like how I like thrifting and just fight, see what kind of random shit I'll find. You love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun. You'll If you ever try it, it's actually, it's pretty cool, man. You find some weird shit and, you, can, you know, it's the whole point for me is flipping it. It's not just because finding shit. Mm-hmm. It's I buy something and I sell it. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. If you, like, I guess, recognize its true value, maybe? Yeah. Well, I mean, for example, uh, uh, VCRs. Mm-hmm. You buy them for 10 bucks and sell it for 20 $25. And they're really good running. People buy VCRs? Uh, yeah, man. There's a lot of places because, let's say, daycares, schools, different people like that who just needed to for something simple to play. Oh, wait. It's a very common thing, man. That's They're, weird. I didn't even... People still buy that tech. That is fucking weird. Okay. Yeah, man. I had no idea. Yeah. But I always find a way to sell. I'll buy, you know, VHS tapes, especially VHS tapes are very popular still. There's a lot of I old school... That. There's a lot of old school people out there still. And um, But it's fun, man. It's it's like, what are we going to find? What are we going to find? That's cool. Um, 90% of the time, it's like nothing. But <laughs> you find stuff. And if it, at the very least, you can buy a couple of cool... Shirts that, you know, stupid shirts, whatever, you know. But, anyways, we used to go hunting all the time at uh, at all that music. And I found this. I didn't know it was a sampler. I discovered it was a sampler. Uh, and, again, that's how I used to get around, man. Find different bands, right? So, this one was called Metal from Mothers. So, M. Mothers, right? With an A, like A-S at the end. And, and it was like I think part two I don't know cause volume was, two because there's part one and part two yeah this one was blue it had a horse on it okay and a guy riding it you know it's kind of like sure maybe he steed. says metal for mothers it's yeah. a guy riding a horse <laughs> so it's like a kind of like a, a a metal thing you know sure like, it's like the way it was built yeah it was fucking cool and it had a bunch of bands right it had all these fucking crazy ass bands from that time and I believe Praying Mantis was on there as well. I mean, there was, nice. like, a lot of different bands from the new wave of British heavy metal. And one of them that stuck out specifically was Lady of Mars by Dark Star. And we used to just sing it and fucking... We sounded horrible, but... Of course. We didn't give a fuck. <laughs> That's not the point. Yeah. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. And it's one of those... It's, like, a really cool... Uh, songs that you could sing along to and and really like because he's like if you love me for love then i'm yours but if you love me for money like he's like i'm out i'm out basically (laughs) and it's fucking awesome it's a really fucking cool song man um and i just we just it always we just always gravitated towards it and even and we used to hang out like uh we don't hang out anymore but when we used to even hang out back in like when you know we all hung out all together, yeah, yeah. we would still blast it then, even okay. So, we would it was just always a staple, you know what I mean? Nice, just huh? always a constant, constant in your life, yeah. Um, so my next one here, as we're closing, almost done here, um, Fear Factory Obsolete. So, beside nice. it being one of the best Fear Factory albums, yep, it was, um, I first heard it, I think, in as well, like 10th, 11th grade. And I really, for whatever reason, even though I was still very much a new metal kid, it, for whatever reason, it resonated with me. And I think a lot of it had to do with the clean, like, I, I, even back then, I had a thing for uh, cleans with heavy vocals. But also, I think, um, hmm. 
What's his name? Wilbur? What was his name? The vocalist, I forgot. Um, For what? For Frederick? Yeah. Um, uh, Burden? Burden. Mm-hmm. I feel like Burden's uh, a lot of vocal attack, I guess, sometimes. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like he was rapping. On that one? Yeah. Um, most, uh, uh, mostly like with Edge Crusher, I think. Yeah. That, yeah, probably that one. That's the one that so really I, w- I would at. think maybe that's kind of like what maybe. Kind of fucking really grabbed you in, dude. I mean, it's not as bad as like Back the Fuck Up from right. uh, Digimortal. Digimortal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess I could see that because yeah, it looks. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I really like that album, obviously. And when I first heard it, um, I just remember just kind of blowing my mind at the time. It was really heavy. I remember I was at like, my tall Asian friend, John's house. <laughs> I have tall this, Asian yeah, he's tall and he's Asian. <laughs> I think he's in the military right now. I think he's okay. like fucking like eight feet tall or some shoes. <laughs> I think he hit freakish levels. Um, like he could be a sideshow sure, if yeah. he wanted to. Yeah, he's he's really strong. He's kick my ass all the time. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, he was the kind of friend that would manhandle you. Like that's yeah, he was we, one of those guys. We have yeah, I've known somebody. He else. is one of those. He yeah, was a good yeah. guy, but he would yeah, he would totally. He was the kind of guy to put me in a headlock yeah. and put me to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that sucks, yeah he's a dick. Um, so anyways, he used to choke slam Fabian all the time. Oh, fuck. Grab it. You know, <laughs> Against your will or just? Oh, no, I mean, he'd be like, hey, come here. What's yeah, up? Yeah, like in a jumping balloon or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ah, all right. Yeah, it was just, you know, it was all, it was all <laughs> shits and giggles. Yeah. But I remember he had bought it and he was playing it. We were upstairs in his room and he was playing it. And I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. And. It just takes me back to because like I used, he for a while I mean before me and Fabian got really close as friends he was like my best friend before that I guess and we sang out all the time and, you're pre bestie sure and, I mean uh, we had a falling out and I haven't really talked to him since then um the they had a falling you ever out. see him on Facebook yeah he's on Facebook I don't have him on there yeah I mean I could reach out to him I don't know I don't uh, nah nah yeah pretty much. But, um, yeah, uh, I just remember him buy, buying that album, and it just really resonated with me. And it, it reminded me of just, it just takes me back to, like, weekends where I'd spend the night there, and we would, you know, stay up all night uh, playing N64. We'd play, like, a lot of uh, Ocarina of Time and shit, or uh, Majora's Mask yeah. um, from Zelda, and, you know, listening to metal in the background. And that was a song, that was, a, since, I mean, it was 98, so it was, you know, a real popular album Brand for new. us. Fuck yeah. No, I mean, I heard this album when it was... It was the Digipack, yeah. uh, what the four bonus tracks. That was the first time I heard it, and it just it just came out like a few months ago. It was super new, so that's so. Um, but yeah, man, I just just takes me back to like just those nights, just hanging out. Yeah. Um, he had a really cool room, dude. His room was upstairs. It had a balcony, and you know I, you know we never smoked or anything back then, but I wish I did. Because <laughs> <It's like, laughs> something about smoking on balconies, I love that. You would have I taken love that doing that. Yeah. Nowadays, I love doing that. And so it just takes me back to those nights, man. It was yeah. just this really good. He was, a, I mean, at the time he was a good friend, and it just takes me back to that shit. Right, it was good stuff. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, so this next one was mm-hmm. a, a. I didn't know what the fuck I was getting myself into. Okay. I was again me and Mike. I'm reading the title of it. And yeah. I, I can't even go for it. So, <laughs> so again, me and Mike, all that music, mm-hmm. searching for stuff. And I'm like, what is this? Because it almost looked like uh, this uh, sort of like, I don't know the original painting, but there's a painting where there's an angel striking down, right? And he's like striking down uh, with a spear. And it kind of reminded me of that. 
But these things, there was like these evil eyes in the in the horizon, and there's another guy coming by, and he has like a spear, you know, coming and striking people. Well, anyways, that's pretty cool. So this album is by Transmetal. Trans, okay. So they're from Mexico. The trans fat, it's like transmetal. Got it. Right, transmetal. Transmetal. Debajo de los cielos purpura. Now that fucking album to me was iconic in that I had, you know, I was listening to a bunch of other, you know, death metal and sure. shit like that at that time. But these guys really fucking hit me and I was like, dude, these guys are heavy. <laughs> and I always thought it was nice. funny because it was like two different brothers, uh, pairs of brothers. So you had like two of them were like the drummer, the guitarist, and like the singer. And then the other two were two other guys. You know what I mean? It was totally, it was totally fucking weird. So let me see if I can show you. Go for it. So that's the that's the album cover. <laughs> it's cool, actually. Right? It looks like a video game. Yeah, and uh, and that's actually <laughs> it's like a like a choose your own adventure PC yeah, game yeah. from the early nineties. <laughs> so it looked really fucking cheesy, but I mm. loved it, right? Mm-hmm. But oh, dude, we would just fucking blast it all the time. And I remember we used to love that song called Espantosa Enfermedad. Yeah, and it's just so. It was just one of those cool songs that I don't know. To me, you probably fucking love this album, man. Really? Yeah, okay. it's a great, it's a fucking, it's a badass. Send metal it over album. to me. I'll, I'll yeah. uh, give it a listen. Yeah, the I think some of the songs that I really liked were, um, let's see, Humanidad de Marmol, Debajo de los Cielos por Pura. The title. Just a lot of the great. There's a lot of great songs. Man. I think probably the only one that I didn't like is, um, Decorado and Clavos. Okay. That was like, he's like Jesus. He says that he's like it's kind of like acoustic. He's starting up, and then he gets all like heavy. But his fucking vocals are fucking killer, dude. Yeah, yes. man. And then the, uh, just by this came out in '99. Oh wow. Just it looks ch- older than that. Yeah. Yeah. And just by chance, if you ever checked out the album from 96 called Mexico Barbaro, mm-hmm. there's a song called, um, well, I think it's the title track, Mexico, Mexico Barbaro. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Pantera, dude. No shit. Fucking almost it's like. groovy and. Uh, it, dude, I'll show you right now. Okay. It's eerie. It's scary. Uh, anyways. But yeah, man. Good times with Transmetal. We used to fucking sing all the that's and I, I remember I was like really on my acoustic guitar <laughs> trying to learn the guitar parts just by really? ear. And I'd learn one and then I was like, I'm gonna learn another one. And it is I mean it does not sound the same on an acoustic. Absolutely not. That shit was fun man. <laughs> Alright, so this is my last one. Yeah. Um so going to go in full circle here. Uh Devin Townsend. Yeah. Um Things Beyond Things. The song right. specifically. <clears throat> so as you can tell, all of these have been albums. With the exception of As Dime. These all have been albums um, until this one as well. So, I don't know why I said that. Anyways, this song was really important to me because... So, as you know, you know, circa 1999, you know, 2000 or whatever. Got into Strapping a Lad, thought they were the best. Learned, you know, went down the rabbit hole on the internet about Devin Townsend. And learned that, hey, he does other shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, at the time, he already had him. I think he already had Infinity out. He had Physicists out, and of course, you know, which came out about the same time, Ocean Machine. Yeah. So, 
Napster was still a thing, and it was still a viable way to get music without having to buy it, because I wanted to buy the CDs. I'm all about artwork and everything, but at the time, it was just Heavy Devi records were not really distributing to El Paso, so it was really hard for me to find the records fucking anywhere. It wasn't until we opened the FYE that I found them. Right. But before that, there was I just I would try to order through all that music, and that was a dead end. Like they did not have uh, Inside Out or any of that shit on their records at the time, or their options Repertoire. of but right. So there I am with uh, me and Fabian are on Napster. We're both very much into Devin Townsend. Um, well, I'm still am. I've always I've never got out of him. Um, but uh, Fabian was very much into him at the time too, and we were kind of both on that journey together. And we were just looking up on Napster all the different songs he had. And man, just, I mean, so think of it this way. You know, you hear City and you get this impression of what he is. Yeah. And then you go on the internet and then you start hearing other songs that he does. So then we hear like Soul Driven Cadillac. We hear Hide Nowhere. Yeah. We hear uh, Planet Rain. Just different, totally different sounding songs from Devin. And my mind just was like, fuck. Yeah. And at the time, I wasn't super hard into Mike Patton, so the idea of one guy doing all this wasn't really a concept for me at the time. It just right. wasn't really a thing. I My idea of a band was, you're in a band, and you play this style of music, that's and it. that's what it is. Yeah. Him, and I mean, Mike Patton was already doing his thing. He, he'd been doing his thing forever. But at the time, I was oblivious to him at the time. Right. I mean, I knew who Faith No More was, but I didn't know who the man was. So I hear, you know, me and Fabian were literally making... Devin Townsend mix CDs. <laughs> so my mom had bought a CDRW for our computer. Yeah. And it also came with an application in the printing paper as well to make CD Fancy. covers yeah. and make CD On the uh, actual labels. CD. Yeah. Yes. So me and Fabian made, we um, gutted some old uh, uh, double disc PS1 games that he had. Because I never had a PS1, but he did. We gutted some like Final Fantasy VII and some other ones to get the double disc yeah. jewel case, and then for me, I made I made one for me and him. I made a double disc compilation of Devin Townsend. I put a and, and I put a lot of thought into it. I, because yeah. you know how, I mean, those of you at home and everyone, Devin likes to make his albums where the songs kind of flow into each other. Yeah, and I wanted to keep that while still keeping it random. Right. So I made a playlist with the idea of all oh, this song kind of flow. So like, you know, All Hail the New Flesh kind of flows into this song from Physicist. And this song from Physicist kind of flows into this song from uh, Ocean Machine. Yeah, so you, so you on. really so planned that I out. did a lot of work on it. I made yeah. the fucking track listing in the back. I had a picture, you know, I had a picture of Devin, you know, with his little SYL shirt. and the, <laughs> I, I put so... And if Fabian listens to this episode, I hope he enjoys this because we put so much work into it, <laughs> and we made awesome. it, we made them look so fucking nice. And yeah, that was my that, that was our you know we we would spin them all the time, man. Yeah. yeah, I gave him one so he could play at home. I had mine, and I always had it with me, man. Right. And the reason why things beyond things comes to mind is because I ended those compilations with That's things fun. beyond things, yeah. and the song, you know, of whether we said it might be about rape, apparently. Or what'd you say? Like, Something like that. Some I don't know. people say that. I I don't know. I never got that from it. I mean, because he says, "I think this one's alive." I don't know because he's <laughs> he has that one line. Yeah. But I think the song is beautiful. I think it's just his singing is so wonderful in that song. It 
it's just wonderful. Um, and if the song has a horrible meaning behind it, that kind of fucking sucks. But whatever. It's still a beautiful it's whatever, song. Yeah. It's still a beautiful song. Yeah. Um, and whenever I think, whenever I hear Things Beyond Things, I do think about me sitting in front of my Windows 98 PC <laughs> fucking making, making these mixed CDs with Fabian. And we were just, I mean, we spent hours on it, dude. And we're just having a fucking great time doing it. Yeah. I mean, we're listening to the music while we're doing it and just yeah. having a great time. And it just takes me back to just simple times where didn't have a fucking care. Didn't have a care in the no world. No responsibilities. No, dude. Not at all, man. I mean, I was still, I think I was wrapping up high school at the time. Yeah. But yeah, I was. I think I was a senior. But just, it was just a great time. It was, it was so much fun making that. And just to see the final product, product and I was really happy with the way it came out. Yeah. Yeah. We funny you stumble across it. Oh, I, I doubt it, man. I don't even know whatever the fuck happened to him. Unless Fabian has it somewhere up his ass somewhere. Somebody is always undoubtedly like, hey, can I borrow it? And it's like, oh, I lost it. My cousin took it for some reason. Like, I honestly uh, don't remember what happened to him. I think I may have gotten rid of it when I bought the CDs. Yeah. Because I eventually, the event, I remember um, I was working at Pizza Hut and I went to FYE with, I uh, had a really good chip day. I'm going to buy a few CDs. And I went to FYE and under Heavy Metal, they had all of his albums. They had, I think they had everything up to Terrier. And I bought them all. I spent like a hundred bucks over a hundred nice, bucks. Spot them all, dude. I had to. I had to. Yeah, man. You, I had to. I was so. I mean, I've always been. I've always been into Devin, and then just to see this treasure trove of all his albums. Yeah. I just went for it. Yeah, man. Because now you actually have the physical product there. Yeah, exactly. You get to see everything. The inlays. Yeah, and everything. everything yeah. That's such a big deal. And then Inside Outs. Uh, was he on Inside Out? Mm-hmm. Dude, those guys. I love. They always put like little. Pamphlets of other Inside bands. Inside Outs, I think, is international distributor. Yeah, they they always have great fucking bands, dude. Always. So, all right, I'm gonna put my last two together because I, I had a bonus, but I'm just gonna put them together because they kind of go together, anyways. Oh yeah. Uh, they're not even from the same time period. By no, but they're classics in their but, own right. Yeah. So we're gonna go old school with this. So old school. <laughs> so we used to hang out with the boys. Damn. And we used to have, like, sometimes keggers and just whatever. We just hang out all together, right? It was uh, an obscene amount of alcohol. And between four or five guys, we just, you know, it was like Mike, Ernest, Ian, Josh, myself. Yeah. And sometimes for our birthdays, we'd have a cookout or whatever. It's, it's We still do the same thing. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I mean, I don't hang out with the guys anymore because we all went our own way. Yeah. By now. But like anyways, you do. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I mean, Josh lives in... Oh, he lives in Dallas now. He's going to move to Dallas. Mm. <clears throat> so, anyways, we used to bust out at different... Like, even at house parties. This is funny, right? We used to bust out CCR. Nice. The Chronicle, the greatest hits. And then some somebody you know, would always have... Journey, and we'd have the greatest hits from Journey. Any playing. way you want it, yeah. that's the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that song. But anyway, really? yeah, I don't like that. Really? Song. The the two popular ones, like oh, whatever, bro. That one and what's the other one? Uh, the wheels in the sky keeps on turning. That one's good. No, the other one, the waiting. Uh, don't stop believing. Yeah, I really that one. I don't like. Come on. Yeah, I don't like that one. I can't I... do it. I can't do now it. Now who's being contrarian? Go on. No, I can't do it. Go on. Man. Continue, sir. <laughs> I like Send Her My Love. 
And I like separate worlds. Loving, touching, squeezing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm squeeze a little something later. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Anyways. But we said just have fucking parties, didn't just listen to that shit. And then, like, sprinkle it with, like, other, like, at that time, I had the three songs that Decadon had released on demo. Right. And we would blast those songs, too. So it'd be like Decadon, just like three songs, right? And then we'd listen to CCR and Journey and then fucking Pantera and other bullshit. You know sure, I mean? sure, sure, sure. But, man, those were, like, the early cool, just, like, again, no responsibilities. It's just... It's good times. A, let's just have a good time. Let's all sing together. Oh, man. For some reason, our... To do it one our, more time, right? Yeah. To just live it, live through it one more time. Yeah. And yeah. it was weird because, like, it always seemed that the our group of friends... At that time and, and growing up, you know, getting older, yeah. we always like to sing together. I mean, and, it's something we do. Yeah, exactly. We do that. And that's why it was cool, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember that's one of the cool things about, like, um, when I first discovered uh, Green Carnation, man, that that album came out. That album had just come out, dude. The acoustic Versus. Yeah, the Acoustic Versus, 2006, I believe. Had just came out. And I had Live Under the Dam. Oh. I had that, and we're watching it, and we're just like singing it, and, and it was kind just, of a modern memory. Remember when we yeah. went to, well, again, went to Cloud Crop with it was you. Yeah, dude. It was you. Oh yeah, um, we put it up. You, Mike, and myself. Yeah. We were in that. We rented that cabin just to drink it up for a weekend or whatever. It was a yeah. good time. Oh yeah, dude. it was a blast. We made this gala, dude. It was, that awesome. was dope. It was dope. Yeah. I remember that shit, and like yeah. I remember we got drunk, and we were just you put on under the dam, and yeah. we. We sang along to the whole fucking yeah, DVD. Man. It was so much fun. Yeah, then it fucking snowed. Was it the next day or yeah, that it was, night or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it snowed. But we were no, it snowed when we left. Yeah, while we were leaving because we were in my Ram. Yeah, it was when I saw my Ram. Yeah, that's and right. That's and right. we fucking were in there, and as we were like, I think we got chimichangas at the all all what's it all subs all subs yeah, yeah yeah and we got some chimichangas, and we were like, all right, let's get go back to El Paso. Yeah, yeah. And as we're leaving, it just pouring snow and this yeah. was like what like in April something yeah, like March, that it was March. like March or April yeah. it was spring and it was like pouring snow like it was the middle of winter yeah it's fucking cool I love I love New Mexico yeah I mean, actually I, I, I fucking mean, cool I mean minus the the bad shit that sometimes happens but I mean sure like in whatever I mean I mean I like the environments in New Mexico yeah dude Ridoso Cloudcraft all the areas around there they have awesome you know just Parks, the state parks. To camp. Is, and, yeah. Oh, dude. The camping grounds are amazing. It's beautiful. I, I went camping there with my, ironically, the Deftones girlfriend. I went camping with her. Uh, we were there for a whole weekend in Cloudcroft. And we camped yeah. in a tent, slept on the floor the whole nine yards. Yeah. It was cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we used to we used to just go mm-hmm. randomly. I'd go with my buddies, Josh and Ernest and everyone else. And we'd play, like, Damnation, you know. <laughs> it it was just perfect, you know. Yeah, it was good music. And then we'd play, like. Yeah, just stuff like that. But what's funny is we we found this game. It was a stupid ass game, dude. Okay. We would get rocks, and uh, we had like a baseball bat, or we'd get like a big ass stick, <laughs> right? And so what we used to do is we used to just like fucking hit the rocks with the with the stick and hit it. But it's like just hit it into the trees. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> and whoever could get the fucking if you hit it just right, it was a fucking loud. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it would echo. It yeah. was a loud 
uh, crack. That sounds fun, actually. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. That sounds is very Back satisfying. Back in my day, we used yeah. to play stickball. Literal stickball. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but no, it was it was a very satisfying fucking sound. You know? <laughs> so it was fun. Anyways, fuck yeah, man. But yeah, uh, so, this was uh, this was fun. Yeah, it was nice uh, remembering things, even though like you know you and I didn't become friends until adult. You know, we were, you know, you were what 2010 around there. Or before that, no? 2008, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We became friends, you know, and, you know, acquaintances and became, yeah. ended up becoming, you know, good buddies. But, you know, we, it was fun, you know, sharing, you know, memories where, you know, although we had our own growing up and everything, it was, it was really fun. And then we shared a lot of the same music. You know what I mean? That's, to me, was the most. There's parallels. That's pretty cool. It's, 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 it was, this is really fun. Yeah. I would like to maybe revisit this at some point as well. But Throwbacks number two. Oh, I'm sure we can come up with some other ones. Oh yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to. I had to. I mean, those are just the ten that came to mind. Yeah, there were some I, other ones that came to mind I after I did it. I was thinking the same. But thing. I was like, ah, I'll just leave it here. Me too. I was like, ten's good. I don't want to do more. I already, already, and I already feel like you know. I already knew I was gonna get kind of rambly on this episode because I get into my little stories or whatever. But you know, it ended up being a very long episode to this week. But uh, hey, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and it's funny because like <clears throat> I didn't really because you're like that's it. You're not gonna add more, and I was like. I think this is fine. I no, thought, you're right. Ten, was, yeah. ten is... I mean, maybe next time we'll do five. I don't know. It I just thought we were like, uh, it's going to be like an hour and 20 minutes. Nope. But almost three. I know. So you guys are getting the deluxe edition. Yeah. This, this episode, if you break it down, guys, will last you a whole week. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, true. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll get together. Yeah, give us feedback. If you like you yeah. know, us sharing little random little yeah. anecdotes, you know, about you know how bands take us back to... Random little yeah, stories what bands in our take life. you back? You know, yeah, definitely like know. share that too, dude. That'd be so cool. you can share that on our Instagram, or Facebook. you can message me. You can message me on Facebook. It's still that metal podcast at that metal podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us uh, actually on Podbean. On Podbean, you can find us, and you could actually write to me, and, and I could like actually yeah, com- we'll I can comment on that. Put you on the show too, and then yeah, cool. but I mean we're into right now we're podcast addict we're on google podcast spotify apple pick your poison apple podcast <laughs> we're on a, we're on phone computers yeah smart tv you could even go just to the website yeah you know so it, it, I, I believe that one is like um you can find it in google if you just put podbean that metal podcast and it'll take you directly to the website and i have it so that it's incredibly simple too very you, accessible incredibly <laughs> it looks like it's a, a early 2000s late 90s website <laughs> hey you know what man bare I, bones i missed the old internet before everything was social media yeah and i wish cool. i had known about stuff like that i would have bought a lot of domains by now you know so <laughs> i want to so, have a dot biz yeah i would have me too it's so anyways so hopefully next week next saturday when we have our hangs hopefully if all goes well we can do an off the cuff just random talking and uh, just have an open conversation. Just have an open conversation. A little hour or two conversation. Yeah. yeah. And just randomly. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, see, how, we'll see how it goes. We'll and if not, we'll, you know, if it doesn't come to fruition, then we'll uh, we'll bring you guys an episode very soon. Mm-hmm. You know it. It's for show. So, buy the ticket. Take the ride. <laughs>